Saturday morning sports talk with Kevin and the gang. Go on. Do you think he knows any of our names? Well, yeah, of course I know your name. <coughs> Kevin Hayes. There we go. Reinhardt, there we go. Tom and Hunter there we go. I can't. I got to do a, some adjustment here. Here, JP. There you go, JP. Right, right, right. I, I got you. I got you. Uh, good morning, JP. How's it going? Got here early, didn't you? Did the rooster wake you up this morning? The rooster didn't wake you up this morning. All right, well, good morning, everybody. Uh, Kevin Hastings here uh, with uh, Tom Cinefani, uh Hunter Yancey, Terry Reinhardt. Breakfast time from Mitchum's Kitchen. Terry's already tearing into his. That looks good, Terry. Is that a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich? Bacon, egg, and cheese on toast. On toast. It is. Tom already ate his. He did. He, he did. Tom, Tom devoured his. Tom, I don't know. Uh, Hunter and I hadn't got into his. He's over here uh, gazing at his Heath Schuler action figure uh, for, for <laughs> getting ready. Uh, I'm sure that'll impress his new girlfriend, right, Hunter? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Tom, Definitely. fresh back from uh, the uh, reporting from the Charlotte Hornets this week. Welcome, Tom. Oh yeah, it was a good. It was a good game, Kevin. I mean, I know that you thought that it was Jokic was going to put a, a triple double on him, but I'm going to tell you, what Char- did he put? What did he get? Yeah, I think he ended up with 14 or 16. Yeah, and most of those were in the fourth quarter. But they really, I was telling you before we went on, they really let him start banging on Zeller in that fourth quarter, and it looked like old school <clears throat> 80s, 90s basketball. You know what I mean? Where they're just like throwing shoulders into each other. I can't believe they didn't call an offensive foul on him, but he was able to do it to Zeller two or three times down there in the fourth quarter, just taking, boom, hit him and boom, hit him and stirred him again and lay it up. I couldn't believe that'd be a foul on somebody, Terry, but they were just but letting it go. It's one of them games that you get down to the end and the guys are just wanting to get out of there. Like yeah, Charlotte, I think, you know, I think it is. Yeah. Denver's going to win. Let's go ahead and give them the victory. And Charlotte, here's an, you another loss. But, Let's go on to the house. But I, I the short, the Hornets shot the ball extremely well. I mean, Rozier made a few threes. Bridges had a few threes. Uh, Washington had a few threes. I mean, they they shot the ball really well. So that, that's what kept them in it. I want to say at one time I looked at in the first half. I think they had nine threes, and they ended that's up good. somewhere in the team. I mean, mm-hmm. they, that's what kept them in it is is their shooting. I think they shot sixty five percent in the first quarter. I mean, they just were shooting the eyes out of the ball, and. uh you know, they, they did have a lead. It was kind of back and forth. Uh, that Denver, I think, was up eight or nine and a half, and then Charlotte was up after the third quarter. So, I mean, it was a, it was back and forth. It was a good ball game. But like I said, I, I guess, Terry, you're right. The fourth quarter, they're going to let a little bit more go. And, you know, Jokic kind of took over down low, and that's how Denver won the ball game. Well, well Tom, you know, you've, you've been at these Hornets games. Uh, one thing you mentioned was the uh, – the crowd the other night uh yeah, part of maybe well uh what's going on uh, in the world part of uh hornets fans about fed up with it it's a weekday night uh also uh so not too big of a crowd uh maybe and also uh what, what do you you know going 
They they got the Rockets tonight <laughs> at home. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, rough. There's gonna be a lot of three pointers tonight. I tell you what, you know, Charlotte. Like I said, if they can shoot th- three like they did Thursday night, they'll stay in it. But you know, James Harden's gonna shoot probably twenty threes and about thirty free throws. If the Nuggets, <laughs> if the Nuggets only hit sixteen percent again from three like they did the other night, they won't win. They put up forty four three point shots and only hit sixteen percent. Well, I know uh, Harden the other night like was zero for eight. So uh, tonight will be his night to shine. Yeah. But when I saw that, you know, they shot 44 threes in a game. I literally said, mouth, ew. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, why? I wouldn't want to watch somebody shoot 44 threes in a game. That's, that's just literally that's three, that's three, that's three point line to three point line. It's just boring. There's well, no creativity. It's t- just boring. Hunter's working on a paper kind of now about kind of talking about some of that stuff, how the game isn't, uh, they're shooting, you know, twenty or twenty something more threes now a game. Well, they're scoring about the is, same as they did in nineteen eighty. Yeah, they're they shoot they're shooting double the threes that they shot in the nineteen nineties in the twenty tens, and they're only scoring maybe two or three more points. Well, I see why a team there's like, no difference. Like a team like Charlotte's going to shoot a few more because they're not real big. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like everybody in that first quarter. I mean, it didn't seem like Jokic was around the basket very much. But then in the fourth quarter, he was. You know, okay, it's crunch time, it's close. Now he's going to go down to the block. But even like, you know, they talk about it on TV all the time. The big guys spend a lot of time at the three-point line. And it's like if you're a seven-footer, you also have to shoot threes. Where back in the day, you know, back in the back in the 80s and 90s, they didn't do that. I mean, you know, every once in a while you have a big guy shoot threes. But mm-hmm. now it's like they all do. Right. And I mean, that's kind of like you, you have to have that. Um, one other thing I was going to talk about, I was watching, I actually went down uh, to some of the front row seats. I got some dirty looks, so eventually I moved. <laughs> I was sitting down in one of those seats before the game. I think I was in somebody's courtside seat. But it, but uh, Tom, you're not supposed to be sitting there with your media pass. I know, I know, I know. I, I know. <laughs> I'm, learning the, I'm learning the do's and don'ts of what you're supposed to do when you cover the game. But one thing you're not supposed to do is sit in those seats. Kind of learn that. But well, that's okay. Nobody, nobody had to tell me to move. Right. It was the uh, eye-to-eye contact. Uh, you're not supposed to be sitting there, young man. It's like, okay, let me get out of there. But uh, Hernan Gomez is kind of fun to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, he gets after it. You know, he he's you know he just like enjoys himself. You know, he doesn't get all, he doesn't get a ton of minutes. But he had maybe about ten points in that game. Yeah, I think he gives him a little spark off the bench. I mean, he's a big body. He's a legit <clears throat> seven footer, maybe seven foot one. Uh, he's thicker than Cody Zeller is. I don't know if he's as athletic as Cody Zeller is. Um, I, I, and I guess you probably noticed it like how I noticed it when they were playing the Spurs. I mean, they're they're just playing young right now. Right. Zeller might get in the game every now and then, but like this, they pulled up that Sheetley guy. Uh, they've pulled up the I can't even remember the other guy because I they've they've been in the G League right. and now they're yeah. starting to bring him up and. You know, you you can hey, Brago can give me credit for that. Can he not? That's what it was. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, who are, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I'm your next assistant general manager. That's who I, I am. That's what yeah, you should have I mean. told him. <laughs> so so Hunter was there for the Tim Duncan first ever coach game. Uh, so uh, in the house for history, um, I'll let Hunter kind of tell about the game, and then we've got a little sound from it uh, on on YouTube. You can hear Hunter's question, and he kind of say it louder now kind of ask what he was actually asking tim and, and mm-hmm. what was going on and uh tim did get frustrated with one reporter was that before or after you about the uh he asked him about his he, about retiring and he's right, like are, he are we here to talk back. about the game or about interview me yeah he or he was like we're here to talk about game or something else yeah and i was like 
Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Get him, Tim. <laughs> oh, but, you know, the game itself, the Hornets were in control the whole first half. In the first quarter at one time, it was 16-2. to two. Mm-hmm. The San Antonio could not score to save their life. And then I don't know if it was halftime adjustments. I personally don't think it was because I didn't see anything differently out of San Antonio other than the shots that they were taking in the first half that didn't go in. They started to go in in the second half. DeMar DeRozan played a little bit more aggressive in the second half as well, so that really helped San Antonio. I didn't realize they were really as injury-ridden. I did not eat with it until I got there and saw the injury report of who was not <coughs> going to play. They, didn't, they weren't going to have LaMarcus Aldridge, so they didn't have their real starting big in there. Um, we know L.A., that's what he refers to him. I was like, who are you, what is he talking about when he says, we miss L.A.? I was like, oh, I thought it was like Los Angeles. You're not in Los Angeles. But he's talking about LaMarcus Aldridge. Is and you know he can be he can be a twenty and ten guy for you every night or at least a a fifteen and ten. So I, they were probably missing that as well. The the shots just started to go. Uh, Dejounte Murray came up really big for them, hitting a lot of threes and a lot of jump mid range jump shots. Uh, so for me, it was just the shots started to go down more consistently for the Spurs and the Hornets slowed down. They came they went out to a good start in the first half and then they slowed down. And I don't know if it's just the youth. Maybe they weren't, you know, they still aren't accustomed to going out and winning or finishing a game with their youth. But uh, the Spurs, they definitely went out there and they fought hard for this win. So Hornets combined have lost by two points to the to Spurs and Nuggets this week. Yeah. Three. They Three. lost by two, two to, to the Nuggets. Denver. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and it was off of and a, it was a crazy, it was a crazy circuit circuit shot that Denver hit along. The, I thought the game was going to overtime because Charlotte really mm-hmm. had a very good defensive. For the for the, you know the, yeah, the but Denver they got a, set, but they, they gave up that. Denver got a yeah, stud in Murray. I, that was the one that who hit yeah, Jamal Murray. Yeah. He's a stud. I mean, he's gonna be really good. Um, but when I the question that I asked Tim, you know, and I when it finally got to me, I probably used too many words. But basically, what I wanted him to do is he had already addressed that he wanted he couldn't wait for Popovich to come back and be in that position. But I wanted him to stay in that spot and continue to have his coach's cap on. And so that's what I said. I was like, while we've got you here, keeping your coach's hat on, what did you see tonight that you liked that you're able to ride with momentum going forward off of a comeback win like this? Basically, what did you see that was impressive, that you were that maybe on the offensive or defensive side of the ball that you came out in the second half or whenever that stood out to you and was like, if we continue to do that, we'll be able to have success going forward. And, uh, I mean, and then, of course, he gave his answer. And it was just me trying to, like, keep him in the coaching spot, even though I know he had said that he'll give it up as soon as Popovich comes back. He's ready. But he never truly answered. I think someone asked him if he would be in this head coaching position somewhere else, or not somewhere else, but again. And he never said maybe somewhere else. He never said no. I think that was when he just was like, I'm just ready for Popovich to get back. So I was like, well... If it's not, it might not be in the NBA, but you can go and get a head coaching position somewhere else based off your name alone. So let's just let's keep you in this in this spot, and let's see what you think, and keeping you and keeping yourself just as a coach right now, and not the player. And that was weird. Nobody said it, and I was I wanted to ask him, but I wanted to say, so do the players refer to you as Tim or Coach Duncan? Because I can't call you Coach Duncan. That's just weird. I would. I'll call you Tim before I call you Coach Duncan. I'm sorry. Uh, you, That's when he said, "Who are you? 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that's just who you. Uh, all right, Hunter, I've got the uh, the playlist. Play it for for our folks at home can listen to Duncan's comments. Uh, he's going to get a, a little bit of the of, of right before Hunter asking him questions and he, him answering uh, Hunter here on uh, WCSL fifteen ninety. First of all, I love JB. His, his, his team played great. Um, uh, they played hard. Um, he made some great adjustments out there. Uh, um, obviously, I, I, I want to win out there, but I, I love it when, uh, when he does well as well. Keeping you coaching now. How happy are you with the professionalism you guys showed the situation and then being down early in the game to resilience? Yeah, they, they, they stuck with it. Uh, we got on them in, in, that, uh, in that first quarter. Uh, giving up 36 in that first quarter. And uh, they responded. They responded real well. Uh, uh, the offensive glass hurt us early on. We made some halftime adjustments with that. Uh, we changed up the defense a little bit. And uh, uh, as we did it on the fly and found something that worked, they continued to respond, continued to, to, to make the changes for us, and, and, uh, um, and just happy to get the win. Going forward uh, off of this game, uh, keeping your coaching hat on right now while we caught you in this position, what would you say something that you really were impressed with seeing on the floor to go forward riding off of this big comeback win? Um, I, I don't know if there's anything specific from tonight. I think just the, 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 the grind of it. Uh, we're out there playing uh, without Yak, without LA. We've got a lot of injuries out there. We've got people that are, that, uh, that are in different rotations, uh, but people stay ready. People stay ready. They step up. Uh, uh, they do what we ask them to do. Uh, we're, we're limited in the things that we can run because of the lineups that we have out there and different positions we have out there, but people keep showing up and people keep getting it done. Any advice from Rudy in the post? All right, that was Hunter uh, talking to Tim Duncan. Tom, you a little jealous of that one? You didn't, you didn't get to talk to Coach Duncan. Who was <laughs> who's the coach of the Nuggets again? Uh, he he uh, actually gave Budenholzer. Uh, no, Budenholzer. I thought he was. Oh in, gosh, uh, I'm, in I'm, the I'm, I'm being so so blank right now. Like being like being a novice, I was like in the back, but the, you know the, there there was one guy who really was front and center there. Yeah, and he was asking most of the questions, and so I was in the back. I got it. I got it on um, film. Yeah. But I was, you know, in the back of my mind, I was wanting to ask him, man, how, how did Jokic get away with doing what he did in the fourth quarter? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if I was going to ask Coach Borrego, I, I, I would have asked, what do you think about how the officials called it in the fourth quarter? Although I know they don't really like to respond to questions about officials. Tom, he don't yeah. want you to ask a question he can get fined for. I'm about to yeah. say, <laughs> yeah, right now. I'm about to say, that's that's a, Cuban. Who are you again? This is the $10,000 question, sir, before yeah. I start talking. What, what, what I was going to say is, man, what do you think about that physical play that was led by, but I, but I know you can't do that. It's like, that's what I want to ask, but I'm not going to ask that question and get fired from KTC if I ask a question the coach gets fined for. But uh, that's what I want. That's Michael Malone. Want. Michael Malone. Yeah. That's what I want. He's, he's not very big. He's about my size. Yeah. You know, he's he's not. But he's – I thought he gave a pretty professional interview. Of course, it's a little easier to do after you win. But, uh, yeah, I see where they bring the curtain out. And you, you, you better get there early. If you want to get up there and ask a question, you got to get up there early. Mm-hmm. So I, learned, I did learn that lesson. And then I thought incorrectly – that when I saw like players coming out of the locker room, I saw Plumlee come out. A few of the others came out in their hoodies, and they were walking back, I guess, to the team bus to catch the plane back to Denver mm-hmm. or wherever they were going next. And I was expecting, like, okay, Jokic's going to come out here in front of the curtain give an interview. No. No. You got to go in the you locker gotta go room. In, yeah, you got to go into the locker room. So I'm in the back, 
and there was like a wall of reporters in front of me. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm just kind of cheated out of this one. Yeah, but, you got to uh, yeah, go, you you go in there, and most of it sometimes, well, it used to be you could just kind of walk up as a group to whoever was sitting there ready. Uh, but when I was there for the Oklahoma City game, uh, they, they said, all right, you're going to stand here, and the players are going to come to every you team when is, ready. Every team is different. I so yeah. so it, depending on their PR person, like um, mm-hmm. when Kimba and – them were here. It was just Kim and another guy at the at this one spot, mm-hmm. and then that's the only people you could talk to. And when I was, um, it was Danny Green. Then were here last year. Who's with the Raptors? All right, of them just, were pretty much. Uh, they were, were all accessible. Were, 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 were accessible in that one. So uh, a couple of different. Every team's probably a little different depending on win loss, um, the situation in the locker room. You know, if if if, if there's a, you know. Problems going on you know, on the team. I'm sure that's different. And, and, and if they, and if they well. probably have to get out by a certain time, they'll probably just do it where, okay, you're just going to walk up here and talk, and then we're going to send maybe one more player that okay. played really good. Other than that, we we got to get on the bus and we got to get out of yeah. here. I so, have I have seen the the departure times being rushed people out because they take right. usually two, maybe two or three buses. Just depends on how many everybody's there. But yeah, yeah that's. It's it's all it's different every time, Lawrence. You just kind of, I mean, Tom and Terry, you just kind of stand there waiting to see what happens, and yeah, we'll talk to whoever they let me to. Um, right. Like with you know with Hunter's issue, and, and, you know, at, in Borrego not knowing him in our defense, you know, and and we could see the Hornets a lot. So uh, for them, and, and not the away teams, especially the West Coast teams, like the we get mm-hmm. to see them once. So when the Bulls come into town, we get to see them twice. So. It, 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 as a one-person operation reporting on these games, we're not ESPN with, with four people there, and we can yeah, interview right. everybody in the house. <clears throat> um, we kind of do tend to, to lean towards, you know, talk to the West Coast teams, talk to the uh, visiting teams coming in, and then also when the Hornets win and have a big win, talk to them. If they were 54 and, and 22 every year, we'd be talking to them every day. About oh, yeah. And, and they're all-stars. We, we talked to – we had some guests yesterday on – and we went over this Hornets starting lineup again. It would be Kimba, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Giannis, and Jokic if all they did was just draft right. And and so we would be talking to them every game after the game mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, a lot of times uh, they just keep losing and maybe they'll get it right uh, hopefully soon, uh, sooner than later. Um, Terry, uh, how's your Celtics doing there in the, uh, in the East? Y'all going to get out of the first, second round championship? What's it looking like? No, oh, we'll make the Eastern Finals. Eastern Finals oh, again, yeah. against? It'd probably be Milwaukee because we're going to finish. Well, I don't know. We might we might finish third, so that means we're going to have to play them before we get there. Uh, if we do that, I, I still think Boston can beat them. Uh, I mean, you know, because I'm a Celtic man, but, I mean, a lot of people are going to say no way they can do that. Well, I saw uh, Lakers get beat last night, which Boston did too. But uh, – I don't know. I, I think Boston's still growing up with what they've got on the court. I mean, we're still injury prone. Kimba's back for a couple of games, then where he's out again. We got Brown out again. I mean, you know, the rotation cycle's never the same, but once everybody gets back, I think Boston will be okay if they can be ready by the time the playoffs start. But uh, as far as uh, on our end, I think, you know, I got to give all my hats off to Toronto. No matter what they got, they continue to win. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're in second place right behind Milwaukee, two games ahead of us. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think we're settled on third and we'll play whoever we got to play then. And right now it would be Philadelphia in round one. And I hate for Embiid and Simmons and all them, but they'll be gone in round one. Terry, who's the leader of your Celtics team? 
Who is the leader? <clears throat> the leader. Like, like you've got just. I don't I, think I we t- really have a leader. If uh-huh. if it would go to somebody being your leader on the court, I don't think we don't have uh, a Draymond Green to lead us. Okay. You know, I mean, that's you think the it's more. Of, you think it's that, more of that, a just uh, that that just happened, didn't it? Yeah, that just, that just happened. happened. Yeah, that oh just. You think it's more of a Brad Stevens is just the leader. It, it would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because I think every individual, I don't think no player on that court is better than the other one. Mm-hmm. I think it's like everybody. And if you would say Tatum, no, Tatum to me is still young. I don't I think say, he's your leader. I think that's he's got I another asked. two or three years before he's going to become Because I believe, I think Jason Tatum's probably the most skilled player on the team. Yeah, or Jalen Brown. I, I yeah. can, either one, I can give it to either one. But that's why I was asking is because, you know, they always are like, well, the leader of the team is, and a lot of times like, well, LeBron is the leader of his team. Giannis is the leader of his team. And I'm thinking, you know, Boston, for as much talent as they have, it's not Kimba because he just got there. Yeah. You know, and they're, yeah. and most of their talent, the guys have only been in the league two Maybe three, yeah. four years. I mean, that's like last night. Demarcus Smart led us in scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I just think it's a different individual. I said Hayward's going to lead us in scoring. Mm-hmm. Brown's going to lead us in scoring. Tatum's going to lead us in scoring. It's a different person every night. So let me ask you this because I I told this, I asked a buddy of mine. Or I didn't ask him. I told him what I saw, and he agreed with me. Jason Tatum's game has got a lot of Kobe Bryant in it. A lot. Of, not as much back to the basket. But his game has got a lot of Kobe Bryant in it. And the reason why I really noticed it is because I remember Jason Tatum after his rookie year trained with Kobe in the offseason. And I, this is what, Jason's second going on his third year now? Yeah. This is, I think, his third year. And and it's just starting to show even more because, you know, they said, what was it? He was on a five or six game tear where he was averaging uh, 30. Four. 440? Yeah, almost 40. Yeah, it's, so it was crazy. And you know, and I watched some of the highlights, and, and I would watch him. His fadeaway looks just like Kobe's. Step back looks just like Kobe's. And, and I was just like, man, I'm not going to say he's going to be the second coming of Kobe. I'm just saying you, you could really see you can really see Kobe's handprint on Jason Tatum more than any of the other players, I think, that have worked and worked out with and tried to learn from Kobe. I, I, I've been really impressed with Jason Tatum. I've been, I really have. Well, I'm impressed with the whole team as long as we got everybody there. That's our problem. We just don't have everybody available every night, which that's the NBA with the mm-hmm. long schedule that you got. You're gonna yeah. run into, but uh, you know, if they all prepared by the time we get to the playoffs, I think Boston can give a run. Can they beat Milwaukee? I mean, you know, with Giannis and all of them, they're, they're very good. I mean, you know, everybody said Boston's gonna take this over. Well, you know, Toronto. I don't again. I don't care what they have, they win. Mm-hmm. But uh, can they win it? No, I don't think they can without a, a Kawhi Leonard and people like that to help them down the stretch to win games. I don't think they can win it. But Milwaukee or Boston would be the two teams that I would pick. Right now, Boston would open with Philadelphia, Terry. Um, Hornets are six and a half out of the eighth spot, four spot, four games out of the worst spot. So right there in no man's land. And once again, uh, we can't get in the top five to save our lives uh, in the draft. And so you got to hit on five to 15. Um, I think they, Hunter, should move maybe Rozier this offseason. I thought they were going to do it dra- at, the dra- at the deadline, and for, they did for it. For some wing scoring and shooting and get a um, a, a, uh, a draft pick that can do the same as well, and that would go a long, well, long the, way. The, you know, I told you, I was like, the, the rumor was it was going to be Rozier – 
to the Knicks for Julius Randle. That was the that was the conversation happening in NBA Good. circles. And to me, I was like, look, that's great because, you know, they signed Terry Rozier thinking he could come in and be in a replacement for Kimba. No, he's not with, a Kimba replacement. And, and, but, but they didn't realize that Devontae Graham was going to step in and kind of take fill in those shoes just a little bit. And so now you're having nine, you basically have two of the same players under six foot two guards. So you're very small in the backcourt. And your front court is old. Besides PJ Washington and Miles Bridges, if whenever you put Zeller and Biombo in, I mean they're older players and they are not consistent twenty and ten guys. There's and that and that's really what you would like to have is somebody you know that can go on the court and get you twenty at least twenty and ten. Ten whether it's ten assists or ten boards, we'll leave it at that. Devontae Graham's very close. He's like eighteen and seven. So he's close. He, whatever his contract is, he's outplaying it tremendously because I, I, he was on the G League last year. But I think the Rozier for Julius Randle trade would have been perfect because Julius Randle was 18 and like 11. That's what he's been averaging. So he, he can go out there and get you 20 and 10 if necessary, and it takes the pressure off of your team from being so spot-up three-point shooters. like Or they just dribble down the court from the inbound and just pull up a three, or they're dancing with the ball like Terry Rozier likes to do and try and make the three. And and Rozier, I think it has been helpful that he's with Charlotte and is a starter for his trade value because he's shown, you know, he used to say it in Boston, it's like I'm, I'm like a top 11 point guard in the league, top 10 point guard in the league. I might not go that far, but he's proved that he can play. and uh, that He's he, a top 15. And, and, he can be, and he can be a starter for somewhere. Just the problem is with Charlotte, you got one that's younger, and you got one that's cheaper. Basically, they're the same player. Just move one and try and get something that you don't have. And so that's what I thought they were going to do, but did they do it? Absolutely not. So I don't really know what they – I don't know if they'll even consider moving Terry because I think Terry's brought in a pretty decent crowd and uh, for Charlotte. They like to watch him and Devontae Graham in the backfield. Or not the backfield, in the backcourt. <laughs> So, but what sh- is that something that they should do? Absolutely, because I think right now his trade value can't be much higher. I don't know if Graham can catch a swing pass or not. I don't know if he can either. I mean, well, don't let's not forget. I mean, he's probably he's like six foot six foot one, so he would be a really he would be a big big running back. <laughs> um, all right, guys, we got to take a break. Um, any more, uh, uh, Terry? Uh, you you got to go anywhere today? No, I'm you, good. You're good today. It's good to see I'm you. Good. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Just slice with a slacker of late Hatley, Tom. Yep. How was your breakfast, Terry? My breakfast is good. Mitchum's Kitchen. It. Just got to finish it. T- uh, JP, we ready for a break, buddy? Oh, goodness. Look at that. He's asleep. No, he's not asleep. Oh, he's out in Wonderland. He's not. He's just standing there. We're trying. <laughs> yeah, there, buddy. Come on. Take your ear pods off. Don't make me come over and jerk them at your ear. And get ready for the break. How was your breakfast this morning, JP? Haven't eaten it yet. Hmm. What did you order? Yeah, what did you get? He, he did not send me anything. Most of the time, JP's the first one to send something. I don't even this know world. what world he's in right now. Where are you at, JP? Are you? Are you? Do you know where you're at? <laughs> Haven't ate his breakfast. He's he's in there with his. Oh, I thought you was going to sing for him or oh, something. Oh, okay. Hey. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go, Terry. I have nothing to say. You want say, you want one of him to do you one too? No, I'm good. Okay, that's no, actually intriguing to me. I'd like to know some. Hunter's interested. Yeah. He wants some by the end of the show. Okay, I'll come in there at the end of the show. No, we won't. We're going to do it on the air. We at oh, the end of the show. No. All right, we'll be back gonna... in a few minutes on uh, KTC Broadcasting dot uh, com. with tax deferral, consider an index annuity because it can help protect, save, and potentially grow assets for retirement. It may help to support your lifestyle during retirement with the opportunity for asset growth and the ability to create a lifetime income. For more information on index annuities, contact Keith Bradley at Bradley Insurance Services, 219 South Battleground Avenue in Kings Mountain, or visit the website at bradleyinsuranceservices.com. Ah, old Larry the Leprechaun here, letting you know about the saving of the dream. It's a magically delicious savings event at Ronaldo Honda and Ronaldo Kia in Shelby. Save like never before. And here's the nice gentleman to tell you more about it. Lease a 2019 Honda Fit for $179 per month. Release a 2020 Kia LX for $166 per month. Come on in for all the details and save the green. Tell them old Larry the Leprechaun sent you in. Save your green at Ronaldo Honda and Ronaldo. This is Evangelist Kim Earwood with Jesus Until the Whole World Hears Radio Ministry. Join us live on Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 on 1390 AM, 1590 AM, and 101.5 FM. You can also join us at ktcbroadcasting.com worldwide. And remember, God loves you and we do too. When it comes to a coyote, it's time to check out Western Sales and Bell. North and South Carolina, number in Western Sales and Bell. Your coyote today. Check it out. It's time you get ahead of the Your coyote from Western Sales and Bell. Ask about their six-year, unlimited hour warranty, and a free gift. All my That's Western Sales. Look in for one hand. Experience an eclectic mix of classic fine jewelry, designer originals, and custom creations at Facet Foundry Jewelry Studio, full-service boutique in Gastonia. Facet Foundry Jewelry Studio offers repairs and restoration, hand engraving, appraisals, gold and estate buying, and consignment. You get superior quality for all your jewelry, gemstone, and diamond needs. Facet Foundry Jewelry Studio, 530 South New York Road in Gastonia, online at facetfoundryjewelry.com.
You're disrespecting Sound JP. I gotta get that rewired. Well, JP, you do good. I gotta get that rewired so I don't have to listen to that that way. Um, that's on uh, my end on on the sound. Um, JP, good morning. You're gonna have some some fun for us in a little bit. All right, we gotta finish up some basketball talk real quick. This morning, ACC and high school basketball. Today, Shelby goes to Hickory, Lenore Ryan. Tip off two fifteen against the Forest Hills. Uh, Yellow Jackets. It should be a good game uh, rematch uh, of last year. Forest Hills won eleven or twelve or something like that um, last season. Um, Shelby uh, the other night against um, West Stokes to get to get there. Uh, we're down thirteen to seven after the first quarter, and Jason said, "This ain't the Shelby team we, uh, we, we that we're used to or always see." And uh, seven points in the Shelby. Uh, it's either fifteen to twenty-five. Uh, they. Uh, their Tyler Arrington uh, the weekend before scored forty off the bench, and uh, and then this game uh, he ended up with twenty nine. But in the first quarter, he was about one for six from three. So uh, that's half the reason the they were at uh, down thirteen to seven. Uh, the other reason the other team um, played a, it, it was a it was basically Virginia type style offense. I don't know where. You, Waste time, shoot, and they shot threes uh, the whole time and played zone defense. Packed it, packed the zone into the lane. They didn't want Shelby right. to drive. They dared them to shoot. Shelby, um, you know they 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 were they were dared to shoot and they did for a little bit. Didn't make um, second half at halftime. Uh, Shelby comes at, to Hollyfield. Coach Hollyfield don't really talk to him that long. Uh, he get he, he he says what he needs to say and, and gets him back on the court, warm up and. Tyler Arrington was out there shooting threes almost close to half court. Uh, Terry just draining them. And uh, in the second half, he found his range, and, and he was shooting. It wasn't that quite far, but uh, he was shooting NBA-type three from, from the top of the key, and he, I think he hit four threes in the third quarter. Um, once Shelby got a lead, uh, Terry, with no shot clock and a team trying to play zone and outshoot you with three-pointers, they can come back with the threes, but sitting in that zone in high school basketball, Shelby – uh, when they brought him, once they got a five six point lead, they brought him out, made him stay in front of them, and they, and they couldn't stay in front of him. And Shelby just uh, just destroyed him on the perimeter, uh, and attacking the glass and lived at the free throw line the rest of the game. So they ended up winning uh, up at West Stokes, pretty good. It was a, a fun game, fun atmosphere. Uh, I don't know if you ever been there, either one of y'all, anybody? Well, I've never been to West Stokes. It's a, a one sided gym, kind of like um, uh, Belmont Abbey. You know, and so the fans are supposed to be split. They they kind of tried to do that before the game. They put up some signs and everything to get everybody to go where they're supposed to go. Um, that that was, it, but the overall school just completely beautiful, nice school. Looks pretty new. Um, two a it is a two a school obviously against Shelby, but nice school. Uh, they did have their uh, ball game ball Terry from 2011 against Shelby it prominently displayed in their uh, showcase. <laughs> It says, it does. It says, West Stokes, Shelby, 32 29, 2011. On their way to the, the champ, it's, it's in the case next to the championship uh, trophy. Uh, so they've got the championship trophy equally displayed with the game so ball. So it's one of them things that we respect y'all and we beat y'all. Yeah. So it's got to be I did shown. notice that in the, uh, in, in the case. So. And then, Jay, you know, we, we got there really early. <laughs> Jason asked the lady, um, 
where the concession was, we were standing right next to it. <laughs> it was like right there because they had the thing down and everything, wasn't even looking. Uh, but that was pretty funny. She took us, uh, very nice folks up there, took us to, to our spots. It was a good game. Uh, well, so we've got that game today at 2 o'clock. 2.15 is supposed to be the tip. Um, we don't know when we'll get to sit down because there's a game before us. And when they do these tournaments, it, you know, we have only a certain amount of time to get set up and get going. So we're going to try to get set up and going by 30 minutes before the tip off. Hopefully we'll be set up. We will we'll definitely be set up by by two o'clock and going live uh, from Lenore Ryan. So we're going to have that matchup today. Uh, other game team in the area uh, plays tonight at six forty-five is Huss. Uh, they play Freedom tonight, Terry. They, do. they play for, they sure do. Hunter Huss and Freedom tonight play. Um, so uh, that should be a good game. Forest Hills is undefeated uh, as well. Terry, you want you got the brackets over there? Well, I got it in the one A as Chatham Charter against Winston Salem Prep. What more would you ever want, y'all? The one A. Did you see the final four from the West? Lincoln Charter, Chatham Charter, Mountain Island, and Winston Salem Prep. It's almost, almost like the charter schools should play a division there up in mm. basketball. But anyway, in the two A, it was Forest Hills defeated Mountain Heritage, and against Shelby over West Oak, setting up Forest Hills against Shelby. In the three A, it was Hunter Huss defeating Ben L. Smith and Freedom over Weddington. Setting up Hunter Huss and Freedom. And in the 4A, it was North Mech over Independence. And Olympic defeated Northwest Guilford, setting up North Mech and Olympic. All right, Terry. So on that side, there was, that was boys, right? That was boys. How many charters slash preps were in the in everything? There was four in the 1A. There was four in the 1A. Was there anything else in the other ones? Um, no. The rest of them would have been legit. Are the Shelby girls still playing? No, mm. they got to be yeah, Newton, Newton Conover. Okay, Newton Conover is in the finals. Right, Newton Conover is playing today against is it Eastburg Salisbury Salisbury. No, Eastburg's <laughs> playing. They beat Eastburg, right? Mm-hmm. I, know, I knew there was something. To yeah, they that. beat them 58-55. All right, so so Nor- so Newton Conover plays Salisbury today. Uh, I do not know the location. Do you know that where they're playing? I do at? not know. I can pull that up here while you're talking about it. Go ahead, Terry. But in the one A in the one A bracket, it was Murphy defeating a Surrey. And uh, Mitchell over Allegheny setting up what a matchup. Murphy against Mitchell in the girls. And in the 2A, it was Salisbury over Forbush and Newton Conover over East Burke setting up Salisbury against Newton Conover. In the 3A, we talk about Freedom. Their girls are back also as they defeat Inca. And they'll be against Southeast Guilford, who defeated Culberson. So it's Freedom against Southeast Guilford. And in the 4A, it's Mallard Creek uh, defeating uh, let's see, Northwest Guilford. There you go. There we go. Read you right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I got to read what I wrote down. And then Vance defeated Providence, setting up Mallard Creek against Vance for the 4A. So. I, I saw Mitchell girls came down and played Burns. It was a long time ago. It was right before Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you what. I looked at those girls. There's some athletes there at Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. I mean, they're they're not real big, but they can get after it. And they do a lot of things fundamentally well, so it does not surprise me that Mitchell is where they are. Of course, I hit the button hard and it started spinning again. All right, uh, let's see, Terry. Uh, so, like I said, we got Shelby today, uh, two fifteen against um, Forest Hills. Forest Hills undefeated. Uh, Shelby's team's better this year. Um, Tyler Arrington, you know, hitting the shots. I think they got it. Should be a good game, good chance. Last year, of course, it was at Forest Hills, and I, I do think that. Uh, does make a difference in high school basketball. Home court advantage does, does help 
Um, so maybe with the split uh, up here at Lenore Ryan, Shelby might make a run and, and make a state title run. Uh, all the way, they will be playing in Chapel Hill. The 2A boys will be playing in Chapel Hill uh, next Saturday, and, and we'll have coverage of that, of course, uh, if they go uh, there. So, uh, so good luck to the, the Golden Lions Day. Well, we'll we'll see you guys up there in just a little bit. Steve Degree. Uh, t- Tom, real quick on Steve and Terry, y'all like this. Uh, we're sitting there doing the game, and and so, you know, you know, there's not VIPs, but I don't know what to call people to get to sit, stand on the sidelines and stuff during the games. They didn't have anybody on the on the up against the walls per se, but they did have people stacked in the corners of in of each corner of the court. Well, I'm just we're sitting there broadcasting the game, and of course, like we're in the stands with all the other people, and we're staring at the court and the players, and and you see the players and the benches, and, and over here on the Shelby's bench side, there's a group of folks and everybody over there too. Now, almost all of them are sitting. I think one, two people were sitting over there. One of the people sitting over there in the corner, eating popcorn about three feet from the corner of the floor, in his Shelby gear with Steve Degree. <laughs> that was uh, all the all the dignitaries of West Stokes, and then I look over here in the corner, and Steve Degree is rounded up a chair somehow, and he's sitting on the corner of the court eating popcorn. <laughs> well, that's Steve. He finds a way in. Oh, uh, Steve got him a, a great, great spot to watch the game, uh, and uh, it was a good game. I was trying to ask you, did, did Borders was he able to come back from when he got? No, hurt? he has a high ankle sprain. Uh, Tyler uh, Arrington, I don't know how far that goes, but Tyler told us that uh, he he's probably not going to be able to play today uh, unless he's just something he just recovers just toughs it out wonderfully sometimes. but he may be able to be back play for, the champ- for the championship so sometimes you gotta play hurt he did have a walking boot on um uh the, the that's other tough because he's really good but, yeah. er- but erickton's coming high to play ankle sprains well. really aren't anything to play about i know i was saying to play hurt but that's that's tough especially at basketball you're right. not gonna be able to really put yeah. much pressure on it to try and cut and plant uh, well his just, his game is speed. and they don't give his you game co- is speed and he, they don't give you cortisone shots in high right. school so, his game is speed. Uh, yeah. He'll if he's open, he'll hit the three. Um, but but he's really fast, and, and that is his game. So um, uh, hope he gets well, and hope Shelby can pull out day, and we can take the state championship. Ch- Terry, do you got who they you got in the East if they win? No, on I that I, 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 I just kept up. With I've the got West. it right here. It's finally popping up on here. So the East regionals uh, today: the two A boys is South Granville and Farmville Central. So, so Central. for you East Lincoln fans, you've heard uh, some of these names before: the Farmville Centrals yes. and the uh, we've got Kenston and the girls, Farmville Centrals and the boys and the girls. We've got Forest Hills. So, kind of like in football, there are some <laughs> schools that that keep returning uh, to these these Shelby's and East Lincoln's. We, we tell you, we keep making these runs, trying to knock one of them off, and uh, they keep coming up just quite short. Well, we're going to get one of these one of these days, right? One of these days, I hope. <laughs> Maybe Huss uh, gets, oh, yeah. gets at it, too. That's right? true. That's true. Hunter Huss having a good year against Freedom. I mean, we haven't heard much. I mean, we haven't talked much in here about them, but uh, they continue to win. Listen, I scored 27 points against Freedom, Freedom one time. I'm picking Hunter Huss. Is that how I should judge that or not? Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not sure if it's the same players there now, Kevin. Well, I know that, but, if, but I don't, you know, just just say it against the school. If they allow Kevin Hayes to drop 27 on them, they don't need to. Uh, uh, they shouldn't be beating Hunter Huss. I'm gonna hold, and I know the coach is pretty pretty good over there at Huss. So I'm, I'm gonna hold and walk to. Well, don't we'll, get beat by Freedom. We'll, we'll do the show five years from now, and it'll be he scored 34. Write it down. Freedom, Write it down. And it'll be 37. <laughs> Write it down. 27 because Taylor Rainwater be, hit a three oh, with, yeah. with like 30 that's, seconds that's left. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, hit, Taylor hit a three points. to Tommy with 30 seconds left, 
And this is what he did. Then we they got a turnover. I got a fast break, Terry, and he kept it the whole way to get his two points, so he'd have more points. Have you ever laughed at that? I'm glad. It's funny that you said that. You just laughed. Five years, he'll say he'll score, have scored thirty. Have you heard the the story that Brian Scalabrini told one time? Oh god. So Scalabrini was, uh, you know, they called him the Red Mamba because he was red. He was a ginger. He's nasty. He wears people out. He does. He has a challenge, but (laughs) he has a championship ring. But of course, he was a role player and didn't play much. And, like, and Kelly's Kelly's right? Yeah, okay, yeah. And I, it's funny that you said, you know, in five years that he'll say that he scored 30. He was like, you know, as I get older, I'll still have this ring. He said, but I'll tell kids, yeah, I was a starter. And then a few years will go by and I'll tell the story again and say, yeah, I was the MVP. Then they'll bring the, then they'll bring the <laughs> and internet And then a few up. years to come in, and he's like, yeah, I dropped 45 and put yeah. the team on my back. And, and, and all they have to know, if they don't look it up, is I got the ring. <laughs> okay, right. so, I would definitely tell kids that if I had a ring like yeah. that. Yeah, that's like, exactly. All yeah. my, I didn't tell all my kids and all my nephews and stuff and let them figure yeah, it out. I was like, I was you like, guys got the internet. Get off whatever your dumb app you're on and, and, and then look me up if you, if you really want to know. If you want to know. If you want to, they're going to look up and be like, two points. God. <laughs> but he's a champion now. He's a champion. Oh, that was a misprint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, they, they forgot. They meant 42. Terry, you can't yeah, believe 42. everything you read on the yeah, internet. Yeah, they forgot That's the four. That's right. <laughs> they forgot the four in front of the two. All right, Illinois Ryan today, 12 o'clock, Olympic and North Mech boys, two, two o'clock, 215, Shelby and Forest Hill boys, 430, Southeast Guilford and Freedom uh, girls, and then the Freedom boys play at 645, uh, against Hunter Huss uh, tonight. That should be a, a big game up there. A packed house tonight, I would guess, up there at Schufer Gymnasium. At Lenore Ryan, Carlton Complex, CVCC. Uh, three girls and, and a 1A boys. Uh, 2A girls at 2 o'clock, Newton Conover and Salisbury, for you Newton Conover fans. Uh, 2.15, Mitchell versus Murphy, the 1A girls. The first one was 2A girls, of course. Uh, then 1A boys at 4.30, Chatham Charter and Winston-Salem Prep. And 6.45, Vance versus Mallard Creek and the 4A girls. I was going to say one thing. You know, when you look at the 1A and this Chatham uh, Charter versus Winston-Salem Prep, Winston-Salem Prep lost eight games this year, but they were the number two seed. And when I went back and looked at that, who they had played, it was a lot of teams out of state. Yeah. That, that they lost some games to. You know, and I'm like, okay, when you're that good and you continue to play teams from out of state just to see how good you are, you know, well, that are top-notch squads. I told you, when you I know. saw them beat Cherokee a few years ago, I was like, "That's they got to do something about that. The, the, the charters do have a slight advantage in against the 1A schools, and especially in basketball, uh, even in baseball with the pitching situation. I, you know, by, by having the, the pitch counts now, you have to throw all nine pitchers at some point, players at some point now sometimes, though, Terry. Um, but, but there is a, a, a distinct advantage having a – I mean, if you've got the stud on the floor in basketball, we all know that, that's the advantage on the quarter, and yeah, and, they, well, and and these teams uh, continue to, to 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 do that. It's gonna be hard for uh, Cherivor or Bessemer. If I, if it's Cherivor or Bessemer, would you have to play in the two A? Well, if I was, would they, they'd have I a better be chance bumping. in the two A yeah. than the one A. I would think? say bump me up. If they're not I gonna mean, bump the charter schools, I mean, I, honestly, I think Cherivor and Bessemer might might do better than that. Well, the reason I'm saying because when you come in this and Lincoln Charter got the number one seed, they were 27 and two. Mm-hmm. Chatham Central, Chatham Charter, excuse me, the number four seed is 31 and one on the year, and they're playing for the championship because they beat Lincoln uh, Charter 74 72 the other night. But they're playing a West Salem Prep team that comes in as a number two seed at 20 and eight. So you know, you go back and you look and you say, well, this 
Chatham Charter team should be pretty good, but they're the number four seed out of this bracket. All right, well, I'm out of bounds there. Uh, <laughs> what's I don't know. That's their hair page. Uh, all right, I wasn't my hair, Hunter. All right, uh, t- uh, Terry, uh, you wanted to mention some ACC basketball real, real quick there. Yeah, and, and I'm going to give. You know, I sat back the other day, and me and, and a Carolina fan were talking the other day, and he said, it wouldn't surprise me if Carolina does not win the tournament coming up. Hey, Carolina basketball is playing good. I right mean, now, at one, at, Well, at one time, and then they brought Cole Anthony back, and they kind of took a tailspin back. Now they've got it back together where they're all playing together again because mm-hmm. I really thought that you was being a North Carolina State, Dennis Smith-type team worrying about Cole Anthony. But, you know, you've turned that around. You've won three games straight. You got Duke today. And, you know, the, I was listening to a quotes this morning where they said, hey, we have nothing to lose. I mean, I give them we're a fighter's going chance. to play Duke. I give them a fighter's and, chance. Yeah. And, and, you know, we have nothing to lose. If we lose, we're supposed to lose. If we win, hey, we just defeated somebody else. Mm-hmm. But they know they got to win the tournament. That's the only way they're going to get in. But it would not surprise me if they make a run. And, man, Tom was talking about before we ever got on here, I would put Carolina up against anybody, and I even told him this, that against the Big Ten, you take their last four teams and Carolina beats every one of them by 20. You know, And I'm really pushing it because one of them would be Purdue. And Purdue's not bad. They they, they down towards the bottom, but uh, you know Northwestern's not very good. No, they're Nebraska, not good. Nebraska's not very no. good. No, but I think Carolina would beat every one of them soundly, you know. But I, I have a hard time with the tournament bracket. Keeps looking and saying, "Whoa, ACC's only got four, maybe five. I mean, we're giving you one extra if we give it to you." And people say it's state legit. Yeah, state's legit. I mean, you know, this uh, our BPI is lower this year than it was last year, but our overall record against your top 50 teams is better this year, and that's what they looked at last year, and they said that's what didn't get us in, I, I you th- know, last I, year. I think it depends on what state does in the tournament. I think if they win a couple games in the tournament, they're definitely in. I think if they it, win it, one, they're in. That would be it, 20 it, wins. It, but if they lose the opening round, I think it's, they're oh, really yeah. on the bubble. And what might else happen, you know, just say, like, Carolina gets hot and wins that tournament. Who's that going to knock out? Oh, yeah, you're true. You know, and there's another – they were talking about San Diego State. There's another good team out in San Diego State's conference. I can't remember off the top of my head. It might be Nevada or somebody else there said it might win that tournament. So, if they win the tournament, you know San Diego State's getting in. Oh, yeah. So, that's where, you, you, you know, it, as a state fan, you're looking here. It's like, oh, gosh, if somebody, you know – Accidentally wins a tournament here. Well, who does that knock out? Here, here's does it, wait, my does it knock? But does it not necessarily knock out an ACC team and not knock out a mid-major team? It de- why would I that mean, knock? It just... if, if NC State's qualified and other and, we, and they do well, because let's say NC State makes the finals and North Carolina make the final. What if North Carolina beats State in the final? State gets I mean, in. That's tough. And then Carolina yes. would knock out. Weird a, stuff can Ohio happen. State or yeah. something like well, that. They're and, not going to knock out Ohio State. <laughs> the reason Ohio State's ranked is, 19th in the country. They're when not we come out in Ohio here State. last week, State was one of the f- first four in. They beat Pittsburgh. And then that evening, State went one of the first four out. And how can you right. win and go from in to out? You know, and that's what happened to State last week. And now Dang. all of a sudden they go play Duke. And what a game that was. Starts to sound like me over here, isn't he? You know, How do you win? And I, well, I mean, it was. And like then all of a sudden, next thing here. you know, they said, well, okay, now you're the next four out. Well, now, since we won yesterday, we're back to the first four out. You know, and I'm like, you know, I, I cannot figure out what you're doing. 
I think State's legitimately is a team that can be in. Are they going to win it? No, because, I mean, that's how NCAA basketball <laughs> is. If you're not one of the top 15 teams in the country, and I think this year's wide open, you know, you it might is. be a low seed win it this year. Because I got a mid major probably being one that's yeah. in the final. That's in the final, and it might be Gonzaga. I'm talking about the. Uh, there might be a mid major, not one of the power five. I would conferences. look at San Diego is not bad, but I worry about who they played. And but a team that I always look at, and we mentioned them last week, Dayton. I think Dayton's pretty good. Yeah, you know. So I can't remember. It seems like I was looking. I can't remember whether it was San Diego State or Dayton that had beaten the ranked team. I want to say it was Dayton. San Diego State was the one that has beaten ranked teams. Maybe Dayton yeah, has lost to ranked that's teams. Right, that's it. That's but it. at the end of the day, all you got to do is string together four or five good games. Yeah. And Dayton arguably has the best player in college basketball right now in Obi Toppin. So, and sometimes that's what it takes is you got to have an NBA caliber player on your team and he'll be able to will your team going forward. I like Dayton a lot. I think North Carolina has got a really good chance against Duke if they can and this is weird because it used to the roles used to be reversed but if they can hit outside shots because that used to be Duke's game forever was just live by the 3 die by the 3 you say it all the time they need to hit outside shots for Carolina because right now Duke's strength is Vernon Carey if they go through Vernon Carey down in the paint and he has a monster game and he can bang with Garrison Brooks, I mean, that, that's essentially – so they'll cancel each other out. But if, if North Carolina can can hit the outside shot, and, and I need Cole Anthony to do this. I need him to play smart. I don't need him to play hero ball. I don't want him out there. If you can do it organically, go ahead and score 25. I don't want you forcing to try and score 25 because when you start that's how I've seen him lose games for us is he went out there and he knows that on this team he's the guy but if he gets cornered on a double team towards the end of the game I've seen him jack up a shot and when he could have really just found the open guy off of the double team and maybe it would have been a, di- a difference maker for their like, like he knows he's the guy and he knows that without him the team's going to struggle so he tends to play hero ball a lot. But now the last two games, they've started to kind of gel and they've started to really kind of hit their shots with like Leaky Black, Keeley's hitting his shots now. Guys that weren't early in the season are. And then I think what you can also look at as well, why I give them a, a really a fighter's chance against Duke, even if it's at Cameron, Duke lost to Wake Forest in double overtime, and they lost to Virginia. Now, I know Virginia is pretty good, but it's not the same Virginia it's been in years past. No. But So Duke is every bit beatable. How many times you don't see many Duke teams that are, you know, five, six losses in a season, right, real, like as of recency. You don't. Usually they're like maybe two or three, and they're fighting for the one seed. What, Duke's fighting for like a two or a three now? Well, they they still could get a number one if they win the tournament. Florida State loses and they win, right? You know, who does Florida uh, State play this this weekend? That's, I don't actually. I don't even know if they do play. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, I, do. I, they do. I can tell you in a second. Uh, Florida State plays Boston College at home, so that's, that's, not, that's, gonna that's not gonna happen. There's that's not gonna win. happen. That's a win. Here's your here's your uh, a fact, Terry. Dayton has not played a ranked team since they played Kansas. And on their schedule right now, that's the only currently ranked team they've played all year. Well, I'll tell you what, that's going to be a hard out, too, because I don't know any team in this 
in college basketball that can handle Azabuki. I don't know any team that can handle the big guy for Kansas. I don't know. To me, he's just too big and he's too strong, and he'll go out there and legit, at the college level, get you 30 and 15. Just feed him 30 and 15. He's just going to be tough because with a guy that big, you have to play so physical on him, you're just going to rack up the fouls and they're going to start going to the line after a while. So he's going to be a handful. I got something to throw at you as you're a Carolina fan and Tom can give his input. Yeah. Carolina sits here. If they win today, they right. go to 14 and 17. Mm-hmm. If they lose, they're 13 and 18. And we know they got to win the tournament. Let's just say they win. They go to 14 and 17. Yeah. They go to the tournament. Let's say they win the first two rounds. So they 16 and 17, and then they get beat. They mm-hmm. get knocked out because they got to win like four or five games in a row. Mm-hmm. All right. So they 16 and 18. Does the NIT. Who has never took a five hundred or below team take Carolina? Uh, to go to that? Maybe because you got Cole Anthony's a draw, right? I mean, I mean if know, they want to make money Cole, Cole if it's if draw. the NIT wants to draw a bigger but crowd. Does Carolina accept a CIT or C B I tournament if they don't make the NIT? Hard to say. I mean, depend. I mean, that would be. Wouldn't that be beneath Carolina? That wouldn't that be. Well, uh, to be honest, that, it would what, sound wouldn't, elitist. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be the? Uh, I mean, ma- it would the, be a great call for those two tournaments to have them. Oh but yeah. But would Carolina take it? Wouldn't that be the? Uh, you know, the Macy's customer going to Walmart. You know, here's here's the thing. <laughs> you know, that's what I would think. This it would here's be. the thing. I know it's going to sound like it's going to sound a lot like Kevin coming out of me, but it would be 100 percent. It'd be like. Like, what is North Carolina going to get besides just playing in, in the tournament, you know? Like, what kind of money are they going to get compared to what they would get at the NCAA or the NIT in these smaller tournaments? They, they, to them, it would have to be, is it going to be worth our while? And I know that sounds elitist, but people don't just say, oh, North Carolina is going to go to the NIT this year. And that's not just me being a Carolina fan. That's that's basketball fans as a whole in college. Or would Carolina look at it on the tail end of it? And I know they might shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But would Roy Williams look at it? What if we go to one of those tournaments and we get beat by one of those teams? Maybe. May, and this is what yeah. I'm thinking. If they don't get invited to the NIT and one of those teams, I'm thinking maybe Roy Williams is like, you know what? The season's over. This has been a long, tough, grueling season for me and my players. We're just happy to be at the finish line right now. Let's just go into next year, clean slate. Let Cole Anthony go ahead and start his NBA workouts. Yeah. He's not going to go to class anymore. We know that's going to happen. He's ready. It's the same thing Ben Simmons. He said, I came here for six months. So I didn't really want to go to class. So CJ so Leslie, when he went to state, yeah. you know, classes just, become nothing. But yeah, the right now, semester. yeah, except a semester. So so let him go ahead and get his draft workout in. Um, and really just call it a season. It's been a tough season if you're North Carolina, if you're like Carolina fans because – this is not a precedent. We're used to this in football, maybe not basketball. We used to, we usually say we're ready for basketball season. I'm ready for football season already because I think we've got something building there. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's an we were we had the two gentlemen on yesterday on our podcast, and, and Kevin posed the question. He was like, "So is this? You know, he went through like everything that's went wrong for North Carolina this year, and he said, so does is this time for Roy Williams maybe?" to step down or for them to move off of him. And one of them made a very good point, and, and I didn't think of it this way. He's like, 
He's got three three chances to mess up because he's brought you three championships, okay? And this will be that one year where I'm like, mate, his coaching might have not been the best. It really hasn't. We you can't you can't help that players you recruit in high school don't pan out in college. That's it's the true. same thing. It's the same thing transitioning from college to pro. You can't help that a guy didn't pan out to what he was in college to the professionals. Sometimes they just hit ceilings, and sometimes they just don't get it. But the coaching early for North Carolina was obviously troublesome, and it did get a lot of Cole Anthony heavy. That's why I was I was saying you got a minute restriction, so every, minute restrict him, so everybody else can can learn to play and the flow of the game. But right now, I think they're doing a pretty good job. They are right. They're, they're doing a pretty good job of ball movement, and and I think Cole Anthony's making it, making the game come to him more instead of forcing his game upon it. Now I will say this: he's got. I said they have to hit threes. He needs to cut down on how many threes he takes because he is not a good three-point shooter at all. At all. At this point right now, no. No. Just kick it out of the corner, Cole, or drive to the basket and go to the free throw line 19, 20 times like I've seen you do before. So that is my game plan for how they can have a chance to beat Duke tonight. And there's always a chance. Like, nobody gave him a fighter's chance at Chapel Hill, and they took him to overtime and really – should have beaten them in overtime and in regulation. Yeah, they had so. multiple chances to win that game. That was they let that one get away big time. Dude, Dude favored won that game. Favored by eleven. So it's another two points. Well, they were a nine point favorite at Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. and now they're giving them. They're really giving them two extra points after what they just saw happen in Chapel Hill. And, and they lost and the Wake Forest. They right? lost the Wake Forest in overtime or double overtime. And they lost to Virginia. Meanwhile, North Carolina is coming off back-to-back wins. I, I don't, I don't get that. I would still have Duke favored, but I would not have gone up in the spread just because they're at Cameron. I maybe would have stayed at like maybe brought it down at like seven or six. Can Cole Anthony play in Cameron? Hmm. It's hard for a lot of Duke people. Duke crazy is going to be was, all over. Him. I was <laughs> looking. I was looking at the CBI teams from last year, Terry. That they did let a number of teams in with losing records. Cal State Northridge was thirteen and twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, West do. Virginia was fourteen and twenty. I mean, they've uh, those Longwood. tournaments need money too, so they're going to invite people that can draw a crowd. Just as yeah. will North Carolina accept, accept an, inv- an invitation Col- yeah. if they get one? No. How about a bowl basketball game? I got a proposal for you. A bowl basketball. Bowl game. basketball game, North Carolina. But you want to make some money. Which is what they want to do. They want to sell some hot dogs. They'll be better than playing scout. Who'd you if say you, was 13 and 20 something? Th- 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 14 and 20. If you're West Virginia and you went 14 20 last year, do you not just. I kind of agree with Hunter. It's like, do you just not want to say, okay. I see you. Thanks. Thank you, seniors. We're going to try That's this again I said. next year. Yeah, just let it go. Just be yeah. like, North yeah, Carolina. Carolina. I don't think anybody in your Power Five conferences are going to accept a CBI or CIT tournament. North Carolina versus. CIT. Versus NC State no. if they don't get no. in. Oh, North Carolina versus the G League champion. Well, the G League champion would win. I mean, yeah. we, we're talking a whole different ball game here. Did I say who's going to win? I just said, yeah, hey, well, okay. I just want to see. It'll be like Alabama I'm just trying beating, to sell some hot dogs, Terry. Uh, Terry, do you, or do you care if North Carolina beats Cal State, Fullerton, West, East University? You know, if it was baseball... <laughs> I would Tech. say, look, you're going to have a hard time because Cal State Fullerton pretty good in baseball. But any other sport, I would be like, nah. That's what <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying. I might as well play someone this, else. Play the Globetrotters. What, uh, what date is the, the ACC tournament start next week? 
Because Tarheels beat the Globetrotters? Tuesday, is it not? I think. So it's all week. Because I, I, I know, you know, I'm not in high school anymore, so we don't just watch it on television. I'm pretty sure it starts Tuesday. Anymore. Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday. That, so a lot of I'm telling you. No, nobody in the CIT had a losing record, Terry. They, oh, okay. they, they might have go. had losing conference records, but they did not have overall. Nobody in it was had a losing record. I'm like somewhere around. CIT or NIT? CIT. The CIT. Yeah. Nobody had a losing record. So I guess this 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 the, the CIT CBA. is after the NIT. Hey. Then you go to the CBI. Tar Heels versus Hornets. Put, put. So the NIT concludes. Any good? Uh, then you go money. to the. Oh yeah. CIT. So you could play in both. No, you can Can't only play, play in one. Okay. okay but that's about. pretty much how they got them listed because the NCAA is first, then the NIT would be next. The CIT would be the next one you would go to. Then the CBI would be the last. Tom, I got a question that you for would you. Go to. Yeah. Do go you know if in Ohio? I mean, I could ask my cousins, but they probably—he's not really a sports fan, so he wouldn't have an answer. Do like? Do you know if they like like they do a lot of, in a lot of schools here in North Carolina, like elementary school, middle school, and high school? Do they put the Big Ten tournament on in during school or? Is you it know, only the ACC country that nobody puts watches ACC it up tournament? There because I they're was, loose to losing. <laughs> look, look, the the ACC tournament when I was in middle school because I, I actually was in you know my primary school most of it was down here. I started mm-hmm. I was in fourth grade, but it used to be if the ACC tournament on it was the eight teams. It was the eight traditional ACC teams, so you could mm-hmm. actually keep up with it. Now there's so many. Who's got to buy all this stuff? Right. I think it's gotten too big. It's kind of like NASCAR. They've made it so big and expanded it so much. I think some people have lost interest in it. I think NASCAR was better when it was just a Southern thing, Terry. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, when they tried to go, let's go when to it New was regional. Let's go. Yeah, it was regional. But they would roll the TVs into the gym. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you missed sure. class that That's day. That's exactly right. But you now, had popcorn kid, and a drink and mm-hmm. everything. But they don't, they don't, <laughs> yeah, but they don't do it anymore, Terry. I mean, the kid, now they watch it on their freaking phone during lunch if they watch it. You know, <laughs> so, you know, it's different. I watch it. I mean, it's that, different. that was fun. It's well, different. It was we fun. should petition the state of North Carolina schools to, to, to buy more carts so we can roll the TVs out. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that I think, right. I think the ACC now it doesn't make as much money because now they got the ACC network, SEC oh, network. Man. It's all about my big 10. Now, okay, now that's a question but, that I need to know as well. Is this going to be ACC Network only, or are we still going to have Raycom Sports bringing it to us on a local channel? That's a good question. Because I promise you this. Because I, last I, year that Raycom yes, was done, the Earth, I don't know whether Channel I'm sure 3 will be covering it or not. Think, think about it. When, when, when was the last time there was no local coverage, a local television a station question, holding man. the ACC, network, oh, ACC tournament? What is it? It's in Greensboro again this year, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, we, we went to New York for that one year, mm-hmm. and then we're back in Greensboro? I mean, yeah, why would we not? But that, they just – I got you. That's I'm what I sorry. missed. I miss from the 80s and the 90s, like when the conference was smaller. And it, it, it just – I mean, it meant it meant more. I don't know how much it means now. I mean, it, I'm I'm sure it's still important. I don't want to take away from it, but it just seemed like back then it was so much bigger. It's important for Carolina. Yes. See, I mean, some of them teams just yes. down there that could win it. I mean, really. And you had conceivably you had a better chance to win an eight game tur- eight team tournament than you did. How many ACC got now? Sixteen. Fifteen. It's a double conference. And the worst thing about this tournament is really Georgia Tech messed everything up 
by saying, you know what, we're done. We're going to take our sanctions and jump out of the tournament, jump out of the NCAA. We're not even going to be considered for either one of them. That's even hurt the tournament because now they got to reseed of how mm-hmm. everything's so going to be. So Tech's not even playing in the no, ACC they're, tournament. No, their last okay, game yeah. was last night. Yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, and they I beat saw. Clemson what last did, night. What, what did they do that was so bad? I think Some it was recruiting violations. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what I they saw, did. I, I saw yeah, I saw the clip on that. I saw they were just mm-hmm. it's a self imposed ban. Yes. The, yeah, that's what I they thought. They accepted yeah. it last week that yeah. they would do it this year. To to go ahead and get the punishment over yep. with. Yeah. Well, I you know, I'll still keep up with it, but it's just I miss the old days. I miss when Maryland was an ACC. All right, team, JP. You know, the good old traditional ACC. All right, uh you got the tournament up yet? You got to, working on it? Yeah, I'm trying to find like exactly how to watch it and it's just giving me ACC tournament like, TV oh, schedule. Oh, here's how to watch it online. Like, watch oh. it on your phone. ACC tournament schedule, bracket, seeds, and TV info. Maybe this will give me. It's all crowded on the TV at the gym like we used to. Yeah. Look, I'm telling you, cheer Tom, be the cool <laughs> teacher and put it on your television. I will not. Classroom. I will not. We were going over Article Three in AP government, sir. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm. Sorry. You can put <laughs> it out. Okay. It's one day. Important Tom, come stuff. On, Tom. One day. Think on the margin, Terry. I can't lose that day. That's think right. on the margin. <laughs> think on the margin. Tom, make up. What y'all going to do on the last day of school, Tom? Last day of school? Yeah. Are you going to be going over Article 3 on the last day of school? No. Probably. No, no, no. Probably. No. Retesting. No. He'll be retesting kids in another room. That's games. right. <laughs> yeah. It says right. games will be broadcast on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU. And the ACC network. There you go. So, so it's not even on Raycom. No, nope. they've lost it. Nope. But uh, you, if you have at least ESPN and ESPN two, you can watch it. Just so get the. It's, ESPN. There's no paywall besides like just regular cable it, or television. ESPN Plus. What if you don't have? ESPN Plus. You don't have it. I have no idea. What if you don't have cable? I have no idea what to do. People, well, you can probably get it online somewhere. ESP, ESPN Plus, you can radio get coverage. Yeah. What if radio you just coverage? have a television? Hunter? What if you just yeah. have a television? Yeah. Radio right. coverage. Right. Well, it looks like I, know, I hate right? to That's say it, but you're going to have to go and get a drink at That's like right. 2 o'clock on well, KTC. Tuesday. I'll be listening on KTC. Tonight, right. Duke and Carolina do play on KTC. Listen to that, folks, uh, on our broadcast station. T- uh, JP, you got the uh, broadcast schedule there in front of you. Please go over that and uh, let's get a break. Uh, we got more to talk about today. We got NASCAR this weekend to talk about. Um, Phoenix, I mean, uh, this week, uh, last week in Vegas. And then we got XFL previews today for Hunter. He didn't get to do those yesterday. And uh, he's ready to rock. Terry, you excited? Uh, probably about time for edge me to your, leave. Edge your, edge your seat, huh, Terry? <laughs> All right, JP, uh, what's the schedule today?
We're getting the play-by-play of the uh, sports talk crew there. Uh, quick proposal on the NCAA tournament. How about the um, the the mid-major teams instead of being the sixteenth, fifteenth, and fourteenth seeds actually get the like nine, ten, eleven seeds and play the mediocre teams and actually have a better chance to win instead of getting trounced by the four seeds. Well, I and think- may, if you like NC State, that barely squeezes in, they should have to play the one seed. See, I ain't but, got no problem with that. But see, here's the problem with that. A lot of people are not going to like that because they're going to say, uh, State's one of them Power 5 teams. They play legit teams. They did beat Duke. They could beat that team you're See, I about. think that would work if you go the mid-major teams that get like the 8 and 9 seed and above mm-hmm. win, win their conference tournament, and they're the mid-major team that gets in. Whereas NC State, you know, they're sitting at what, the five, fifth or 6th in the ACC right now. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, because they're not – like top one, two, or maybe three in this power five, they can get one of the lower ones because, you know, we we are letting in obviously more power conference teams than we are mid-majors. So if you're a mid-major team that won your conference, I mean, we shouldn't, we shouldn't you know, poo-poo and basically say shoe on you because you won your conference. Like we should at least be like, here, yeah, absolutely you're in. Eight seed, maybe even a seven. But here's your problem with it, Hunter. If State becomes one of the last four in, Let's just say. Well, they're going to have they're, a play-in game. Yeah, they're not going to be a 16. They're going to be 11. Yeah, and play-in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's the problem. If we are good enough to be at an 11, then we should have been in the tournament a long time ago. Yeah, it's like, I, I can agree with that. If you're going to have me have this play-in game to be an 11 seed, then basically, I'll why, play-in why, why should we be have the, to play against the one seed. I was yeah. like, why we are, are we? Yeah. I mean, we're like 20 spots up from being the bottom. Exactly. That's what I'm asking. It's like, if you, if you are, if why, if why are we even a part of the last four in if you're going to put us at an 11 seed? Yes. Like, if we, if you're a part of the last four in, there's literally your last four 16 16s. seeds. Or the two bonus the teams that get put in. Yeah, that's easy math down here, right? Yes, God it's Almighty. <laughs> yes, I'm glad we. I mean, I'm real glad that we went to school for that. And people like teachers like Tom and and Terry taught us good right. stuff like that. All right, Hunter. Uh, let's uh, before we got another quick break coming up a little behind. Uh, let's quickly go over our XFL schedule for the weekend. We've got racing this weekend. We've got XFL. We've got Charlotte Hornets. We've got Duke, Carolina. Uh, we've got a full schedule. We've got Shelby uh, got basketball to today. today. If you want something, we've got all watch. kinds of sports this weekend. Yeah. Uh, golf starting to heat up, uh, although Tiger Woods is not is not heating up, uh, and that's coming up uh, quickly uh, at Quail Hollows. What we got today on the XFL schedule? I can't bring my yeah today refresh uh, button March seventh. 2 p.m. on ABC, and these are on big channels, so if you, if you got them, you can watch them. You don't have to search high and low to find them. Uh, you're going to have the Seattle Dragons at the Houston Roughnecks. Houston leading the league, still undefeated so far, 4-0. And then at seven, or, sorry, 5 o'clock, New York, the Guardians will be traveling to Dallas to play the Renegades. This is on Fox. And then tomorrow, the St. Louis Battlehawks <laughs> will be playing at D.C. What was that? March 8th. That's at 3 p.m. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm liking watching the Battlehawks, and I do enjoy watching the XFL. I, I really do. It's it, it's football. If you're a 20, football fan. They, they had 29,000 in the last game, yeah. and, they're, and they're opening up more seats for uh, this dome. next game in the Dome there in St. Louis. And then the, the last dome. game on Sunday, Tampa Bay at Los Angeles. That will be at 9 p.m. I don't know why who's, it's so late. Who's, it's on DC, who's D.C. got this week? St. Louis. D.C. is just 
come off the tracks. I mean, they've just oh, got yeah. blown out. There were more people when they started this XFL than they are there now. What do you mean? More fans. That's the start in the first week, maybe the second week. But as you've got to this third and fourth week, there are less people there. I mean, I'm st- it's still pulling about I glanced two million. Over last week, and people say, well, do you? Yeah, I did. I glanced over when Dallas was playing Houston last week, and the top bunkers at Arlington, Texas, and this is outside. This is not in the Dome. This is not at Houston. This is not in any big-time Dome NFL stadium. The whole top part was empty. Was not a soul up there. No, yeah, that's that's what it is. They know it's empty. They've closed those Tom, spots Tom, how many off. people were at the Hornets game the other night? I'd probably say about maybe 8,000, maybe. Man, I'm telling you, when I was there is Tuesday the, night, the XFL, I, I was looking is across the XFL at Is the consistently drawing more fans than the NBA in Charlotte? Yes. Yeah, but they play on the weekend. It's different. Like, if you if you have a Thursday night game in Charlotte. Here's you know. your ratings from Saturday. Number one, XFL 1.8. Number two, XFL 1.5 million viewers. Number three, NBA uh, on ABC. Nope, uh, they had 2.3. Uh, NCAA 1.9. PGA 1.7. This wasn't an order. NCAA on Fox, 680,000. Hunters MLS fans, soccer fans had 756,000. And the Combine had half as many as the XFL uh, did on each one of their broadcasts. That was Saturdays. Trying to find Sunday's ratings. Mm. Well, so, so you're getting so, ready so to lose. XFL is beating the NBA in ratings right now on the weekend. But you're getting ready to lose for the next one, two, three weeks. Lose what? Well, with uh, championship weekends on uh, your big conferences in basketball, plus the first round of the NCAA, second round of the NCAA. Terry, they don't get that many viewers. Terry, they don't get that many viewers. It's oh. just not the math's not there. Like You'll the, get that, more that viewers this pe- coming week when it's on all day. There'll be more viewers watching college basketball than they will XFL. 1.5 well, million people I'm going to be completely honest watched. with you. I would expect that because college basketball is established. I mean, this is still the, just the first season for the XFL. It's their opening season. So more people, when they hear it's going to be tournament time, they're they're going to obviously be more excited. What what do we know March for? Besides St. Patrick's Day, it's You'll March. You'll be just it's like March Major Madness. League Baseball. You're going to be just like Major League Baseball. When you start, you're going to have some people. Nobody's going to watch you in the middle, and they're going to come back when you get to the end. I think, look, as long as they've got TV deals, I think that's really all they care about in the XFL, which is fine. But they're also talking about in St. Louis, like, you can say people aren't going because you see the top parts aren't open. They aren't like they're not filled. It's because they're not open, and they they understand that because just as starting out, they're not going to maybe draw the same crowds like Seattle won't. The Dragons won't draw the same crowd that the Seahawks draw. Right. They know that, but in St. Louis, who they took the team away from again, they're getting ready to open the upper deck because they had almost thirty thousand people there on their first two weeks. Uh, just in case you're wondering, Kevin, they listed the attendance. Listed for Thursday at thirteen thousand three hundred eleven. You think that's how many people's in there? Uh, what's the capacity of that place? Nineteen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Tom. Was it one of the? Things? You don't think it was two thirds full? No, Tom. When, okay. were you, so Just you wondering. sat there at the media spot, right, where right. we usually sit, and it was where you looked across, and the whole upper deck, right. that whole section, empty. That was I mean, that was Tuesday for me there as was well. Just nobody empty. there. Empty. See, but you went. You didn't go when uh, Giannis was there. No, when they, uh-uh. they said it was, it was so nineteen thousand one forty nine when Giannis was there. 
<laughs> who who was at that game? Did KTC not have anybody at that? That game? was Monday at one o'clock. We didn't. Monday at one. Sunday. At no one. Sunday, Sunday at one. one. Hey, we didn't have anybody. That's right. That's I mean, right, but right. but but you got to remember, I and I completely understand why those numbers are there. They're going to see the Bucks. Ain't nobody going to see the Hornets. The oh, same, th- same thing's going to happen today. Sorry, Hornets, if you're listening. People are going to go today because it's a Saturday, and they get to see the Rockets. There probably will be a pretty good crowd there tonight. They're going to see the Rockets. They're going to want to see oh, James yeah. Harden and Russell Westbrook. They're not going out there to see the Hornets. I'm sorry. There and and to be true. honest, they're going to see the be... Hornets compete against good competition. Of course, the, the, no. the Rockets are falling. Through the standings, you look at. I mean, they're. I think they're down to fifth or they're sixth. Ha- they're now. having a bad few couple yeah. games, but they should. The, tonight will be the jump starter. They'll be like, all right, let's. This is a morale booster tonight. I don't let's, know. let's win this I game don't tonight. Know. I think. I think Charlotte's going to be up for this one. Huh? The small ball is going to be tough for Charlotte to deal with. That's that's going to be it because every team has trouble with the small uh, ball. Even Boston is trying to play small ball just a little after, bit. After after, L.A. took it to Houston. Houston will be ready tonight. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm uh, telling you. Uh, did you do Sundays yet? Do what? Yeah, yeah. I okay. did Sundays. Make sure you did Sundays. Yeah. All right. Um, JP, ready for another break? Right. Okay. We're going to make sure we get our time down. We still got to go over to uh, NASCAR uh, this week. Uh, we've got coverage Remember? of that on KTC Broadcasting, WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM. Terry, did you get to watch the race Sunday? I did get to watch some of it. Pretty I good did. race, wasn't it? It was okay. All right, JP, we'll be right back. KDCBroadcasting.com.
Good morning, JB. Morning. Hey, buddy. All right. Uh, it, it really is a thing, right, Hunter? It really is a thing. All right, JP, you working on your Batman stuff? Yeah. All right. How's the biscuit? What did you eat? Sausage, egg, and cheese. All right, JP. Well, well, good morning to you. Hope you have a good weekend. All right, you're you're so excited. I just you're, you're just bursting with energy in there. <laughs> I mean, you you bring the you him, bring bro. the hotness to the show. I know that. Now, too. JP, I will say one thing. That was a huge biscuit. I was getting ready to say. <laughs> I saw that thing when I pulled it out, and I'm like, holy moly! That's a big biscuit. All right, uh, Hunter, that really is a thing over there, isn't it? All it right. really is a thing. All right, let's see. Uh, Terry. Well, I'll I, I tell you what, Hunter. Yeah. We're going to do something real quick because I, I'm going to have to need a computer for my NASCAR, and I'm not going to skip around. You want me to hand you this one? In just a second. We'll do it in the next break uh, as we did that. Let we'll, go ahead so and have I, it pulled I'm going to go over a couple of things here with Terry and Tom real quick, see about their comments from our show yesterday before our next break because we've got another. Actually, we're kind of behind on breaks. So we're, we're trying to catch up. All right, so, uh, Terry, yesterday we had some guests in here. i got to find my... We're not talking we about trout, are we? About, no. No, oh, thank goodness. No, we're... I'm trying to find where... Dang it, I just had it up. There it is. Official home. I have the NASCAR page. There we go. All right, Terry, once I get my internet, we'll, 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 we're going to go talk about NASCAR on the next break. But real quick, I want your... You're in uh, Tom's opinions. We did some Mount Rushmore yesterday. NBA all time, okay? NBA all time. And we did each position. Okay. Each position, right? Okay. I'm going to let you and Tom give two each and see if y'all got our all-time greatest at each position. Let's see how close you and Tom can get. We're giving two each. You and Tom give two nominees each for our Mount Rushmore's, because there's four, Terry, uh, Mount Rushmore. We went over this. Yeah, okay. had to go over this yesterday. Four. <sighs> you and Andy saying he's from West Lincoln, too. He, y'all Not got five. Some, y'all got some problems with the number four in Mount Rushmore. So, Terry, point guards, give me two nominations. Oh, Magic. He was one. Uh, point guards. And mm-hmm. Isaiah. He was one. Tom, who are the other two? I was going to say John Stockton. He was the third. And then, see, I was going to, I was also going to go with Isaiah Thomas and then Terry stole it. All right. So you got another choice. That was who I said. I said Isaiah. Gosh. Mount Rushmore of point guards. It's tough. And he already took magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> magic, Isaiah, and Stockton. Mm-hmm. You may give you the four nominees about, about, for the last about, spot, hey, or do you want to make a guess? How about, how about Allen Iverson? He did not make it. He made it as a and he was a nomination as a shooting guard. Shooting guard. Okay. Uh, but uh, point guard. You may give you the four nominations, or do you want to take one guess? You just did, did take a guess, but do you got any other guesses real quick? Before I give you the <sighs> final four. The final four for the last spot, in no particular order: Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Steph Curry, Oscar Robertson. Who was our fourth one? Y'all nailed the first three. Jason Kidd. I'd forgotten about Jason Kidd. He was good. So Kidd, Nash, Curry, or Robertson? Nash. I forgot about Nash, too. Two-time MVP. He was really good, too. Steph, two-time MVP and champion. Oscar Robertson, Mr. Triple-Double himself. I go with Nash. 
wrong. We had Oscar Robertson, Oscar. but he was an honorable mention. But Nash. so it was Magic, Oscar, Isaiah, and Stockton were our point guards. And Nash played a long time. He did. Mm-hmm. Oh, she I, I knew it was downhill though when he ended up in a lake. So we, we we each got one one could name one person, and then we had a veto and stuff. But uh, uh, Hunter actually nominated Isaiah uh, Thomas. That was a little discontent from from the table on him, maybe. Uh, everyone actually agreed with I, uh, Oscar Robertson, and I didn't get too much discontent from Stockton. He's the all-time assist and steals leader. The steals part is that people never get is that John Stockton is the all-time steals and assist right. leader. Magic will also say he's about the meanest person he's ever played against besides Larry Bird is, was John Stockton. Uh-huh. Um, all right, shooting guards. Michael Jordan. All right. Easy. Terry, name one. Uh, shooting guard. Right. I didn't know that those, this would be this hard. Tom, you got he another nominee? Tom, you got another nominee? Allen Iverson. He was a nominee. Yeah. He did not make the final what four. What about Curry? He, he's, he's a, a shooting, he's point, guard. point guard. He See, told he was, nom- he was nominated on the point guard. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Point Larry Bird. Bird is a small forward. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. The position is like. Well, I'll say this. So You guessed the small forward, so you don't have to say Larry Bird on the next one. Because sometimes I'll say, well, LeBron was a four, and Kevin will say, nope, he's a three. Yeah. But sometimes he's a one. You know, sometimes. Yeah. But Larry I mean, Bird uh, has been a number two. <sighs> yeah. For this discussion, let me clear this up for you, Dodos. Larry Bird is a three. His position on the Celtics was three. Kevin it McHale was, was the he's four. Played a Robert two. Parrish. He's, I Jesus understand. I understand LeBron's that. position is the small four. Okay, small here, just forward. put it at this. What did they come into the league as? What, it's not what right. they developed and could end up playing. It's just when they came into the league, they were this position. All right, if we're going to do y'all's ideas, then Russell Westbrook is a center now because that's what he's been playing for the Rockets. Y'all I'm know not, what y'all I'm, know what damn position Kevin, that LeBron and Bradley Bird play. Kevin, we're, we're not <laughs> we're we're not fighting again. We're we're just saying that. We'll be play, but we'll be playing this game all day if we're going to get. Well, he could have played point guard. Well, he could have played shooting guard. The only, well, he one, played the only ones that you could set in here and say legit point guards. Whoever played point centers. guard besides Steph Curry on his team. Point guards and centers. Any other, Who, other when, when does Steph play shooting Can guard? be rotated in Because he shoots so much, though. You just think of But he's not that he's not. You're right. You're right. Okay, you're if right, we're going right. to go this, then we're going to go shoot. See, that would put Kevin Durant into that. So what do y'all he's call him? He's a small him? forward, Terry. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he's been a number two. <laughs> when? On what team? Just possessions? See, oh, certain I mean, possessions this don't is, count. This uh, this is why I wish I would get a text like Friday night and say, "Hey Tom, we're going to play Mount Rushmore." I didn't know I would have to explain what <laughs> position Larry Bird played. All right, or whatever, Terry. Just take your top five in. Just name five players. We'll put them at whatever position y'all want. Let's say we got Garnett at point guard, Tim Duncan's the two because one time. Way back in 1997, they ran this play off the baseline. <laughs> Tim Duncan caught the ball at the free throw line and shot off the corner. That makes him a two guard. If you don't think it's true, Magic Johnson <sighs> played center. One series. I, that's in his all career. I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not being as, as, as terrible. We're not doing this. All right, JP, we're ready to go to break. We're ready for our next what? break. Y'all ruined this to, to all hell. Magic Johnson is now a center. He's on the list. All right, Terry, you nominate him. All right, it's Magic. Uh, Shaq is a center. Who else is a center? Uh, I don't know. If Will, well, the greatest centers of all time are Magic, Russell Westbrook, um, Luke Longley. He played center sometime. Dennis Rodman would play center in a small ball lineup, so all, he's a center. All, all seriousness, Wilt Chamberlain. Just insane. Wilt Chamberlain center. No, he's not on our list. Really? No, he's not a center. He's a shooting guard. 
<laughs> yeah. He had 48 free throws in a, in a, in a, in a, in his hundred point game. Tom, what, what center had ever hit 40 some free throws? Y'all, that's how silly y'all are being right now. Barkley was six, four. So he's the shooting guard instead of a power forward. I mean, which one is he? What's Tim Duncan? I know that's one to figure out. He lied in there told everybody he was a power forward his whole life playing center. The only time he was a power forward when David Robinson was out there the rest of his life. He was the, he was the center. Now that is a good argument. But Larry Bertrand was not a two guard. <laughs> He's so hostile. You know what I mean? He's just hostile. Y'all made this way harder than should be. How the world we is right seven now. Seven minutes. We're teachers. We think think, yeah. think critically. Christ we can't Hunter. help it. That's the way we're Christ trained. Hunter. All right, JP, you ready for a break? You should have gave yeah. us a list. We'll be. I did. Pick them. I did. It was multiple point. Choice, it was, I did. Yeah. It was point. It was point guard, yeah. small forward, shooting guard. We studied for a multiple choice test. He threw an essay test. That's what on I'm us. saying. That's what we're saying. JP, we'll be back in a minute. KDCBroadcasting.com. Mm.
Good morning, JP. Good morning, buddy. Boy, I tell you what, we just got, we about got a pink slip there, Terry. What? I need Silly to know boy. the answer before I step in there. Need I mean, and then I said, Will Chamberlain in the center, and he and he just dressed me down. No. But he made the list. I know, but he did make the list. You know, power, uh, you know, with uh if you just said name me the top twenty people guys that were we picked, we would have wrote it people down. People were wondering these dudes did not knew what the question was and decided oh, we know not what the to question answer was. the question. I don't think when anybody's... we see basketball in in high school and we see six seven point guards and right, nobody right, Terry, else right. is taller than that and that dude should right. be underneath playing center. All right, well let's play y'all's game then. We're gonna play y'all's game. We're gonna go by y'all's list. Forget everything that we said. Y'all name whatever <laughs> position y'all want. So this is what we're gonna do. So give me, give me, Terry, give me your. Give me this guy, this guy, this guy. All right. Terry and Tom, we're going to do y'all's. Who's y'all's four <laughs> best point guards? Well, we already I, did this. We already no, did y'all, this. y'all, we were just telling y'all. Y'all had three, and so y'all had Iverson was the fourth one. Okay. Yeah. So that that was their fourth one. So Magic, Stockton, Iverson, and... I said Nash, but that's not what y'all no, said. No, he was, your first choice was Iverson. I'm not, right, no, right, no, right. no more right. no's. I'm not saying no to anyone. Y'all are just naming them. So we, in whatever position y'all make up as we go. <laughs> because they can play anywhere Right, right now. Terry, you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. All right, so now name the four best shooting guards ever. Terry, name me two. Four best. Okay. Whatever position okay. you want. We'll, we'll, we'll try to play we'll shooting guard Michael. if you want. Okay. We'll take Michael, Michael out Kobe there. Bryant, definitely. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. One of you, you, one of you gets two. The other gets two. Terry, give me two. Uh, well, okay. I'll take Kobe and he can have Michael. Right. That's what we started off. That's one and one. But you, okay. Now let's try again. Terry, take another one. I'm gonna take Durant. Grant who? <laughs> Kevin Durant. Durant. Oh, Durant. Yeah. So now Kevin Durant is a shooting guard. He is. All right, Tom. Help me out, Terry. Give me a, give me one that he won't cuss me out for. He said, <laughs> he said Larry Bird. No, I can't say Larry Bird because he's going to be my three. He can't be a three. Terry said he's a two. I'm confused. He can be. It's whatever y'all. What it's I'm whatever saying. they want is what it is, y'all. You got one more, Terry. Well, you, well you can either go with uh, Westbrook over or Harden. I mean, you know, there's a lot of them you can pick from. I don't know if I'd go because you ain't going to go with Harden as a number Harden three. Harden scores too much from the free throw line. I don't know. That Terry. Well, then he's not your point guard. Let's come, let's come, let's come back to that. Threes are a little easier because you can go with James. You can go with Larry Bird. Bird. You can go with uh, Durant. We already got him in it. Well, two, LeBron yeah. can play all five. So is he going to make the Mount Rushmore of all five positions? I tell you what, I know one of my fours, Dwight Howard. I want Dwight Howard for my four. All right, did, did we ever name the fourth two? Are we still waiting on that? We're still we're still waiting on that. MJ, Kobe, Durant, and Tom. I need one. A t- another two. All right, Terry, go threes while Tom's thinking. Who's your two threes? Uh, Larry Bird, and these are my threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, James. Who's James? Harden. LeBron. Oh. So for this discussion, he's a three. Yep. So Durant is two inches taller, three inches taller than Durant. Hey, he's a shooting. Durant is seven James foot tall. James can fire from outside. Durant is I, seven I put foot him right tall, in that spot. and he's the he's the shooting guard. All right, Tom. No, the problem is we're going to destroy their teams because we're giving guys more variety. Tom, and we're you, really going to be Tom. Loaded. You need more time. No. Or do I need to move how Terry about, to the power how about, forwards? How about how about Dwayne Wade? Uh, Dwayne Wade for a two. All right, Wade. Now you got two threes. 
Yeah, he stole mine because I said I said Durant, I said Bird, I said LeBron well, it James. It doesn't matter. They're they're in different positions now. Yeah. So <laughs> I need two more. These are y'all's rules, not mine. Bird, no, Bird no, and LeBron. Are, Bird and LeBron. Are, so now we need two more. You can only have we can't have more mount, mountains of different people on the same people can't be on the different mountains. But I don't know. So now we need the threes. I don't understand why why Durant was taken away from me. That, that he's on my... he's on Mount Shooting Guard. Terry just put him on Mount Shooting Guard. Tom, now you got the threes. You got other threes. Sales. Other threes. There's plenty of more. Kawhi Leonard. There's De- Dominique Kawhi Wilkins. Leonard. There's uh, Reggie like... Miller. There's there's Wilt Chamberlain. There's Yao Ming. Um, like, Dirk Nowitzki, like, Kevin I like, Garnett. I like I like Dominique Wilkins just for old school. Rondo. No. So a lot and of I people's would, not going to play my team, Tom, because my team, the smallest guy on my team is going to be six seven. All right, Dominique, yeah. Tom. Now you need one more. You need two threes, Tom. Yeah. You're going to go with Nowitzki as a three because I would say he's a four. I need. Is that who you're putting, Tom? Yeah, that's who I'm putting. Dirk is at three now. Okay. Now the power forwards. Already said Dwight Howard. Tim Duncan. Howard. Duncan. Now each one of you need one more. What you think, Terry? Uh, the greatest power forward okay, ever. Dr. J. Is Dr. J. He never played power forward either. He, that's where he's playing this time. This is y'all totally missed the point of this, but we'll keep on going, Tom. <laughs> Who do you, who's your I need another greatest power forward of all time? Let's go with Anthony Davis. Let's go modern. Okay. Now centers. Shaquille. I said Wilt Chamberlain earlier. Bill Russell. Uh, I'm going to go old school Celtics. Parrish. Robert Parrish is on the is the fourth <laughs> greatest center of all time. Was he? That's what you just said. Yeah. So this is the game we just played, Hunter. Where they did not take it serious at all. Here's their starting lineups. <laughs> Not even starting. These aren't starting lineups. That's what was the thing. I don't. I don't. I think Terry was making a starting lineup, and that wasn't the point. It was if we were making a mountain of the greatest point guards of all time. There's our Magic Isaiah Stockton and Iverson. The mounting of great mountain of greatest shooting guards of all time is MJ, Kobe, Durant, and Wade. You know who we should have said. The mountain of greatest small forwards of all time is Larry Bird, LeBron, Dominique, and Dirk Nowitzki, who never played small forward in his life. The greatest power forwards of all time is Dwight Howard, who never played small forward in his life. Tim Duncan, who only played power forward when he uh, was with David Robinson. Dr. J, who never played power forward in his life. And Anthony Davis. Uh, and then Shaq Wilt Russell. And then Tom dropped the worst bomb of all with Robert Parrish is the fourth greatest center You know who I still legit, legitimately forgot about? David Robinson. David Robertson. Should you forgot about here. 25 other centers when you said Robert <laughs> Parrish. It wasn't that. That's who you, that you was just for Terry. I was throwing it in for Terry. You did not forget school. about <laughs> anybody. I mean, if you, you really want to put it, then you'd have to put Kevin McHale in there somewhere because yeah. he was pretty Kevin good at self. Old school. Yeah. What, old what school position Celtics. he played, Terry? He was a four. Kevin is Kevin is now mad at us. We're, we're getting pink slips after this game. I was unprepared for Hunter that couldn't figure out the, that. Hunter's okay. so mad he's leaving. Okay. <laughs> it's time for our last break. Then we're going to come back and uh, talk. Uh, we've got to finish up NASCAR. i got to get it up and going. And Hunter's going to check our uh, our internet connection as well. Uh, had, looks like it hit his win out on that. All right, JP, let's play another break. And then we'll get our internet back up. And we'll give you all a preview of Terry. I thought uh, Las Vegas was an exciting race. Uh, my man didn't come out on top, but that doesn't matter. Uh, it was a good race. And this weekend, we're off to Phoenix. And we're going to talk about that in just a few moments on ktcbroadcasting.com. So how did you get...
It's NASCAR time, JP. You got to be a Batman quote for NASCAR. There we. There you go. There, there we go. That's what you were waiting on all morning. There we go. Look, I'm telling you. I thought it would be <laughs> nice. They make cars now that come to you when you talk to talking to you talking to your wristwatch now. Okay. They got cars that drive you as well. Okay, almost NASCAR. All right, in uh, Las Vegas, Alex Bowman wins. Kyle Busch second, Kurt Busch third, Chase Elliott fourth, Keselowski fifth, Hamlin sixth, Jimmy Johnson seventh, Terry. Hendrick Motorsports, three of the top seven drivers. Chevy, four of the top seven. Toyota, two. And uh, if you include the eighth car, that's two Fords as well. So seeing some parity now back in the manufacturers so far in NASCAR this year. It's about time because I think uh, Chevrolets are having to battle to get back up to where they need to be. And uh, and who has it got to be? Hendrick's. That, and that's I mean, on a restrictor you know, cup plate race. That's a, that's a regular racetrack. Yeah. And I thought it was an outstanding race to watch myself. Um, the the number of lead changes and passing uh, at, at that place, uh, going five wide at times. Uh, they started the race five wide in honor of Jimmy. Uh, a salute to him um, and his last race there. And, and then, so laps led uh, Terry 110 from Bowman is a Chevy. Mm -hmm. Keselowski six at four. Jimmy Johnson 10 Chevy. Toyota Truex three. William Byron one Chevy 16 54 from Blaney. Ford and Boyer, uh, 10. So, uh, nothing, you know, the Toyotas really never got back, uh, got up to the front except for, what was it? Truex got three laps in and he was pissed off at everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, he cussed about everybody on the track. He was having a road rage day, uh, for Martin Truex. And, uh, but anyway, it ended up, uh, Bowman gets the win and, uh, about nine seconds, wasn't it? The Chevys, uh, are in. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, he was way out there. What that was, but it was a good race of two. What, what you're pulling for there at the end. And I just watched the whole race. Jimmy ended up, no matter how they kind of reshuffled, was ending up about third or fourth fastest car. He was having trouble keeping up with Blaney and Bowman all day. And then there at the end, um, once they, I, we were hoping for, you know, the, the old somebody wrecking the back and get the restarts, so then anything could happen with them going five wide. But that's what we were hoping for at the end. And it just, it never happened. And, and uh, Pulled away there at the end. So they moved to Phoenix this weekend. JP gave a schedule a minute ago. Well, there's another racetrack that you can go all over the place. And it's a shorter track yeah. there, right? Um, uh, 10.30 a.m. inspection this morning. They'll have that in just a little bit. Qualifying for Xfinity is at 1. Uh, the Cup Series is at 2.30. Uh, NASCAR, let's see, that's the press pass qualifying. Post-race, that's nothing for you guys. The LS Tractor, uh, 200 today at 4 o'clock. Xfinity racing, uh, WCSL. And then tomorrow we'll have the Fan Shield 500. Do you Our like qualifying? Those? Isn't until today. Do you like those racetracks? What racetrack? Where you d don't have a yellow line that you can be all over the place yeah. wherever you want to run. I do. Okay. <laughs> well, Terry, you complain about being single file. What do you, I mean? Well, what do you like, Terry? The only thing I can get from that that you actually like. Is restrictor plate Talladega and Daytona? I do, and there's nothing else that. that you like. I hate any kind of road course <laughs> races. To me, that's well, Phoenix like a, and Vegas aren't road courses. Well, I know that, but I think them other tr tracks. What I'm talking about is, to me, like a waste of time. Is Phoenix and Vegas not better than Charlotte? Because when it's Charlotte, it's it's so thin. I mean, the the leaders always uh, the it's it's whoever get, whoever makes it to turn one 
uh, it's going to run away. In Charlotte, it is, and and it's and there at Vegas, and and I like any type when there's pass. Anytime there's passing in any any way throughout the race, the I think that's races on uh, as far as me on NASCAR, Martinsville, Bristol, Talladega, Daytona. Uh, I like, and now some people are going to say, "What, well, man? You know, you like those, but I also like Pocono, the Monster Mile. I love that place. Long stretches, because I mean, then it because in that race there, there's more than just running the race. It becomes fuel mileage. Don't the guy usually pull everything. out of Pocono there and you pull know, away? You know, well, one guy can, but mm-hmm. then it, you at towards the end of the race, you wonder, does he have enough fuel well, to complete the race? You that, know? That's I mean, the problem different with things. Is like that can come in but i sometimes i, I mean you know they some days like las vegas I, I can do without i can do without phoenix this week i mean they some of them i can do without. i like michigan you wide open at michigan no matter what you're doing i like indianapolis i mean you know i mean if you got a name to yourself and you bring the people in but you know there are some races i could do without i would i would think that i would go back and pick up rockingham north wilkesboro and dump Vegas, dump Phoenix. And, yeah, the people say, well, you're going to kill the crowd. Well, I mean, you know, there's less and less crowds coming now. So go back and pick up those and make it more interesting. Well, there, <laughs> there's actually a, a push to to get those, uh, to get North Wilkesboro. I think Dale Jr. is actually involved in an effort to maybe get North Wilkesboro back involved and, and even Rockingham as well. Fastest uh, lap averages this weekend uh, so far is William Byron's in first, Boyer, Keselowski, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, and Jimmy Johnson are your top six fastest averages in practice. Now, uh, Terry, that's two Chevys, two Fords, mm-hmm. and two Toyotas. So good news there uh, for for the manufacturers, and I think that's the best thing for NASCAR. Is that, that that shows you that, that that all manufacturers have a shot, as in the past two or three years, and I think what's pushed Jimmy even, even forced him to retirement has been this the fact that Chevy hasn't even been competitive. If if he, they were as competitive now the last three years, Terry, would we be talking about this? He would have 90 wins maybe almost, two he or three is, wins a year. He is the one that come out last year and said that it's become not fun running between 15th and 25th. Right. What if He's, he wins? Because he says, I have no chance. I'm just out here running around a track. I cannot win. If he wins a championship, do you not think he comes or, or no. comes close to win the championship? If he, comes champ, if he wins the championship, I can see him walking away maybe with eight. But I mean, if he's in top five, top three every year or all year, like he, he like he's going to be, like why would you know? I, is that not and and is that also a sponsorship thing? And NASCAR, that's usually the problem with forcing some of these guys out. He's already said he's not going to quit racing. Is he's not doing NASCAR full time? What yeah. does that mean? Uh, so becoming like a Tony Stewart. That's what Tony Stewart hasn't quit racing. He's still racing. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. haven't really quit what you're doing. You're going to Dagum doing your short tracks and your. Uh, road courses and stuff like that. Well, Stewart's I mean, supposed to actually participate in Xfinity racing, I think, at Indy, and uh, in a, in a couple couple of weeks. Um, I just, uh, it, it's just weird. It, it's you know, you can sit there and say, so Terry, he's been a bad driver the last three years. Now he's a good driver. He was a great driver. Like that, that it, it, it's all just silly and weird to me. Like, yeah, uh, how some of this works out with these drivers and and, and their rides and everything. Uh, it's not fair to some of the guys. All right. Um, so Brit- Bristol race coming up, Terry. Yes. $70 tickets. Are you good? For some pretty good seats. I don't know how much of the fees and things are, but I was looking some 
That's one race I've never been to, but everybody says if you go is to Is that the cheapest race, there? It's surely a cheap ride by the way. I don't know. When, I, when I was looking, it said the cheapest thing yeah. available was 70 bucks, but they're not bad seats. And These that, are the one in the middle of the day. Now, the one you go towards the end of the year the is night the race. night race. The night race. Yeah. That's the one they say you really got to yeah. go to. Yeah. Well, had they been having problems filling that up? One of those races? Like, it used to be. I remember back last in the, few years, Terry, uh, they've yeah. been trying to give those away and have problems with them. That surprised me when you said 70 bucks. That just don't sound right because I know Bristol's had, had some issues uh, the last few years. I could be completely wrong on, on, on that, but it just seems to me that that's what I remember. On the, on the official site for NASCAR, if you go there, it, there's lots of tickets available, but mm-hmm. the cheapest it says is 70 bucks but i'm telling you it's a pretty good seat for 70 bucks well there's not bad seats in that place yeah i mean, I mean yeah. you can see the whole circuit no matter where you're set now around the around the turns is where everybody really wants to be they want to be on the ends and there's a lot in the middle that's uh that's for sale but they, they're saying most of them say 70 dollars, and then for the best seats available it's 145 dollars. that's not too far what's bristol a couple hours maybe a little bit more that's one I wouldn't mind going to see. Same thing as going to Martinsburg. I mean, Martinsville. Yeah. But to you, you probably like that. Have you ever been to Richmond and watched the, watched the I've race? I've never been to yeah. Richmond. Never been there. Yeah, that's a good remember that one. Last what weekend, Tom, they or last year, uh, they, they didn't sell tickets in the turns. At, at, at Bristol. Okay. So they're not dropping the t- ticket prices. They're just covering up the seats. Really? Is what oh, it is wow. what it sounds okay. like. So they refuse to drop the tickets, which is ha- actually how business is supposed to work, right? Yeah. If, if someone's not buying your tickets, you drop, drop the ticket prices. Maybe you'll well, draw a crowd. They're saying they've got some for sale there because they got the little the diagram. It shows in the center that some seats are available in the turns. Not many. There's, yeah. There's some, but most most of the seats in the turns are down the straightaways, or you've, you've got some seats up there. But yeah, I'm, I'm checking the cheap seats. And everything seems to be about mm, anywhere from seventy to one hundred forty-five. In nineteen ninety-six, the the track uh, could hold thirty thousand s- seats. They expanded to one hundred forty-six thousand, and now they're starting to have to cover the seats back up. Like they they <laughs> they times it by five. And wow. and and that when they expanded, that was the years I was in college. It was those ten years there. Well, I wasn't in college ten years, but that from ninety-six two thousand six was during was the expansion up to that and i do remember back then you know people would come in through town on race weekends and boone would be packed um during the summer on race weekends people going up there and you couldn't get a ticket uh from anybody we just had to party with the folks that came on through and and then went on up and saw the race without us and we watched uh back in our in our apartments but um yeah but yeah, that, I, I, it, the bristol i would like to go i've never been to bristol i, I have been to uh, that surprised that surprised me as close as it is i figured we couldn't get a ticket i mean i'm telling you if it was now we i would go because you yeah. can get a ticket but like you couldn't even get a ticket like you couldn't go online and yeah. just type in ticket yeah. master and get a yeah. ticket you just you couldn't it, it was just ridiculous um and then well, of course they didn't have all the in 2001 through five we didn't have the 10 different ticket sites to right. to get tickets on the internet and all that so i think the only thing it was, like, it was like Ticketmaster. There might have been a StubHub type thing then. I can't remember. For, I think it was mostly you just go on Craigslist and hope somebody has them, ha, had them on there. Or, uh, the, or, or God forbid, the newspaper classified ads. Something might have. You might oh have. You might have had to the, the, had to the Watauga there. Democrat in the, the um, <laughs> what? The, what if those? Was, There's not one name booting something. Uh, yeah, the Watauga Democrat was what it was called. Uh, I guess the, the Appalachian, the Mountaineer News. You could have catch caught up on that. 
Uh, all right, today, don't forget, folks, we've got Shelby uh, tipping off at 2.15 today uh, for the rights to go to the state chapter. This is Final Four weekend, Terry, is what it is uh, in, in high school sports, so high school basketball, uh, Shelby Golden Lions uh, today. Coach Hollyfield, he did win his 300th win uh, a couple of uh, games ago, and Tyler's, I think it was last Saturday, and Tyler Arrington's 40-point uh, game off the bench. He uh, does a good job with that team. I'm glad to see Errington playing well because he he is hustle, he's a hustler. He gets after. You it, know, so. Borders got did get hurt, and that's not how you like to see someone move into the starting lineup. But we have been wondering if Tyler would get at some point. Uh, he, he gets the playing time as a starter. You know, he's right. the sixth man kind of. You know, the manager nobly off the bench that comes in and right. scores a lot of points. But him he moving into the starting lineup now is just it, it's it's it is different. Uh, having him out there uh, ready to, but to fire away. But they're so deep. And yeah. I, I don't want to take anything away from the Borders well, kid because the Borders kid's eight, good. They've dropped to eight now deep because of Elijah being hurt. So that does make a difference. And then, you know, when uh, Jack makes his 30-second to a minute appearances and fouls two people, then they're down to seven people. So yeah. they do have... They do. Yeah. They do have an issue there with that. That's a good point. Jack, Jack does <laughs> get in foul trouble. He does. I did, but I, I, you know what? I, I think a a bit of that is on reputation. Yeah. I, I think they say, "Oh, the Hollifield kid. Watch him. Watch him. He's gonna flop. Yeah. He, and he gonna, will. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he should stick his chest out a little bit more on the on the on the charges and make them make the refs see that they did create the contact, and then he can fall down like off balance, but. Jack knows when someone like Elijah Border size hits him, he shouldn't fire back like a like Coach K taught someone to, to well, do. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, if you he's if, too big for that. <laughs> J- Jack's one of those guys where you could charge him and you're going to take the worst of it. Right. I that's mean, why I, I think that's that that's on that. Uh, so the um, it should be a good game. This will be a different game. This will be up and down. This will be completely different from uh, what they did the other night. So this could play against Shelby's hand. It could it could not. You know, it's going to be hot hand. Hope if Tyler gets hot. Uh, they can beat anybody if he's hot, as long as they don't have someone just killing them on the boards. And, and I think they'll be okay and have a shot to beat about anybody in the two. It's just, you know, I looked at the roster; they don't really have a six, 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 seven guy. They it's don't. it's about the same as them. It's kind of actually a good matchup height wise. I mean, everybody's gonna look at Isaiah and say six four, but he hardly plays inside. Hardly yeah. gets any rebounds as well. He can though. He really he, can. He can. He just needs to get down there and do it, I think. so. Yeah. It's playoff time. He needs to get down there and get a little yeah. rough maybe. Uh, Deshaun Christopher um, on the wing, if he's hitting his threes, uh, they are extremely tough to beat. If he's not, um, he, he does keep shooting them. Uh, and, and Coach Highfield said, I don't give anybody a red light, actually. Uh, he said, everyone has a green light, but I tell them, think about the shots you're taking. Um, some do, some don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they fire away, Terry. They do. If they're you know, open... He, the shot's going up. If they're open, I'll tell you, they all do. And they just keep shooting. They're very aggressive in about that way. Off the bench, Davis has really given them some good minutes, too. Simeon Davis does everything well. Like, he comes in, he can dribble, he can play, he can guard the other team's best player, he can lead the, lead the break, lead the point, he can get rebounds, he can, he can shoot the ball, he can do a little bit of everything. Uh, so you're right about Simeon Davis. Uh, Jack Hollingfield, of course, uh, boxing out, getting rebounds. Um Trying to think of everybody stars. Elijah's out. Uh, Jahari Mitchell, uh, he takes the the other team's best player on defense, man to man, and and does a really good job uh, on that. He was face guarding the other team's guy the other day, and the, whether Jahari is in the right position, 
he's almost like a Deion Sanders type. You can get him out of position, but he's always going to be there because he's so fast. And he's just, such a good athlete that it's almost it's so hard to get away from him. I was just about to say, he's about as fast with the basketball as anybody right. I've seen in high school. And, I mean, I tell you, their secondary break, as mm-hmm. soon as they get a rebound, look out. Because, I mean, here they come. They, they're not looking to set up a, a half-court offense. They look to get out and run. And, and when they were nine deep, they could really do it the whole game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that you say that they're down to eight, that may change a little bit, right. but they still can – they still – all of them can get up and down. Up and they down. can they can win without Elijah. Uh, I just hope it, it, it's, it, it, it doesn't come to the point where they needed, needed that ball handling because of foul trouble or something like that near the end or something. Like if, if Tyler gets hurt uh, – uh, not hurt, but uh, uh, in foul trouble or Sammy or someone else that handles the ball a little bit more because none of them others – Elijah was really the true point guard, and the rest of them weren't. So now you've got a bunch of shooting guards and wings kind of handling basketball. Well, who's really good is Deshaun uh, Christopher has taken the ball to the top of the key a lot, and whoever's guarding him, he's just – y'all can't stay in front of him. And, and he's taken that role there later in the games uh, since Elijah went out as as the main ball handler. Um, but but Tyler has just been boogieing on people. I mean, it's been, it's been incredible. All right, uh – Anything else, news notes we missed this week, uh, Hunter, uh, that we didn't get to talk about uh, from the I, weekend I, I thought, and during the week? I thought we were going to talk about uh, Brady to San Francisco and Garoppolo to New England. I thought <sighs> I thought Hunter was going to bring that up. No, I'm so tired no, of speculation. No. I'm so tired of speculation. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna give it, Tom, another week because then it'll take us one more week closer to when things will actually happen. And won't, anything won't happen until the week of like you know March 18th. You know what's scary, Hunter? They have Vegas odds on where Tom Brady, you can bet on yes. where Tom Brady oh, told Tom, yeah. Tom, you can bet on anything. <laughs> I'm telling you. Can you. Bet. And Cleveland was once like like 5-1. to one. Now they're like 500-1. to one. There you yeah, go. Yeah, so you know, it changes. Alright, JP. Th- you ready? Sorry, Tom. You can finish that. No, uh, I don't no, mean to cut you I, off. I, okay, no, I'm just saying that the that they have live for Tom Brady to go to every team, and it's all the way through. And I was looking at it, uh, Kansas City ten thousand to one. What's the but What's I, the Browns? Browns is like <laughs> Browns is like five hundred to one. But how how would you like to how would you like to put like a grand on Kansas City, and then Tom Brady says, "I think I'm going to Kansas City and be the backup next year." That would be a nice payday. No, yeah, but not, uh, not very, Yeah, that would be nice. All right, guys. Uh, JP, let's uh, let's get ready. To take it away, uh, everybody. JP, you ready? All right, sit up. Come on. Today, here we go. All right, we're ready to play it away. JP, you got your my playmakers music ready in there. Hit play. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, we get in there. There we go. All right, JP. Good Saturday morning. Uh, tune in today, Shelby. We got racing, we got Duke, Carolina, and we got more Mitchum's Kitchen Breakfast. Thanks every, uh, for the weekend for uh, Mitchum's Kitchen Breakfast. As always, uh, you can watch our um, broadcast live on, on, on Facebook, replays on YouTube, live on the radio, uh, and on kdcbroadcasting.com. See you next week, guys.